0: Discounts not available in all states and situations. Another week of paper route. Ashley Nicole Moss, Corey Holmes in the cut, and our basketball contributor, Stephen Jackson, will be uh, reporting live from, I think, Atlanta, Georgia. I don't know where he's at. Sometimes he's in Las Vegas. Oh, he's home. When you see that set, you know he's home. All right. <laughs> Ashley got on me about saying Steven Jackson. She said, why are you calling him about his government name? Why I'm not <laughs> call him five? Why I'm not calling him stack? I'm just saying like, really? no. Hey guys, listen, this is another great week on paper route. Okay. We're also back on Sirius XM on a new channel, channel 103. If you guys are Uh, tuning in there we thank you we love you Uh, faction talk we thank you we love you but um this show Corey you put together a hell of a show today right Mm -hmm. everybody's talking about basketball this week everybody's going to be talking about the Suns versus the Nuggets that game should Joker be suspended or not everyone's going to be talking about the Lakers Warriors LeBron James can LeBron James do it again are you kidding me Ashley remember this conversation I said the Lakers could go deep You don't remember this conversation three, four weeks ago.
1: That's not what you said, but okay, go ahead.
0: Okay, the Heat versus the Knicks. Uh What's happening with the Knicks? Uh Ashley Nicole (laughs) Moss, Stack, what's going on? 76ers and the Celtics. Um, This show is filled with depth. A lot of depth, okay? There was a huge debate. A debate that went viral on this show, Ashley. Act like you're listening to me today. Put your <laughs> phone down, please, Ashley. I'm tweeting out
1: the link please. to the show. Please. Okay, you, do, you know that. You want me to do that.
0: Do, do that and get okay. back to me because. You crushed me. You and Steven Jackson. Okay, stop five stacks. What do you want me to call him? That's his name. <laughs> you want me
1: to call him? Call him Stack something. Uh, like, stop calling him by his first and last name. All it's right. crazy. Let me.
0: let me, listen. We're gonna start this show. We have so much to talk about. I'm gonna throw it to you, Corey, mm-hmm. because I can uh, banter for another 20 minutes. Yeah. I'm a little are hungover. On, like, I'm still speed? hungover.
1: What are you on? Speed? <laughs> I'm
0: hungover from last night. I feel
1: like I'm sitting next to Pat McAfee.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. uh, well, it's F1 weekend.
1: I'm aware.
0: And I chill all week, Stack. Is that better? I call them Stack. Yeah, scratch. like... And last night, I went to uh, Carbone Beach. Uh-huh,
1: right and so, the, you know, it
0: was an open bar, free bar. It was awesome. Uh, sponsored by American Express. And then after that, we went to like a place or two. I didn't get home until about 3 in the morning. But I was drinking, and I never drink like this. I was drinking from probably 3 o'clock to 3 a.m. So I'm a little hungover. So I'm going to pass it to you, Corey. Get mm-hmm. us in the show. And then we have this debate around depth, right? Mm-hmm. My 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 point was proven
2: this weekend, but go ahead. Actually, mm. it wasn't. Go that, ahead, Corey. I know, right? Yeah, we'll talk about go that. Go ahead, Corey. All right, well, you alluded to it. We're going to talk NBA playoffs. The Knickerbockers, they're in trouble game four Are tonight they? we'll, we'll talk thought about we that only later lost one game huh uh, yeah. last time
1: I checked it was a two one series but okay yeah go ahead. all right yeah, <laughs> we'll, yeah we'll, we'll dive
2: into Sorry, that yeah we'll, we'll dive into all that right. later game four tonight and same on the west coast right warriors say they have the lakers in a game four matchup tonight as well and over the weekend Bronnie james committed to usc we'll give you our reactions to that a little bit later as well but first Suns, they win both games at home this weekend to tie the series up 2 2. The Suns beat the Nuggets 129 to 124 with the help of a 36 point night from Devin Booker. He's been <laughs> on a heater, to say the least. And uh, Kevin Durant, he matched his point total with another 36. Uh, they combined for uh, 72 points, those two did. Uh, but over the past two games, like again, we got to talk about Booker. He's shot 79% from the field. Game three, the game before last, he shot 20 for 25 80s. for 47. And in this past game, again, 14 for 18 for 36 points. But <laughs> as you guys was talking about with the depth conversation, Suns bench, they actually outscored the Denver's bench 40 to 11. Shamit, he, he had a huge game. Uh, I think he had, uh, what was Don't it? Talk to me about 19 points. Yeah, that. no, man, he, he did his on, thing. Man. But I gotta ask that question first, though, Ashley. Like, how much of a factor was the Suns bench in Game Four? I'm
1: gonna let Brandon take his what he. (laughs) I'm gonna let Brandon take what he thinks is a victory lap before I crush him. So go ahead, Brandon. No, 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 no. I don't want to do this. Let's start. Let's start start with our basketball experts, right? No, I'm a football guy. I'm gonna let you take your victory, the victory lap you think you have before I crush you. So go ahead. (laughs) I know, but that's not how we format the show. You can't see.
0: You see, Ashley always (laughs) trying to take the easy route. I'm not taking the easy route. When we talk basketball, you or Steven Jackson go first that's how it is we okay. talk football I'll go first and then you guys can add color. okay
1: you want me to go first then? you or,
0: or or stack
1: okay or stack. you know matter of fact stack you can kick us off yeah, see, I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a sit back because I want I want Brandon's energy oh you want me to go first yeah, you go okay first. I'm you gonna go, go first. first then so Brandon thinks that he's right but he's wrong all he did was further prove my point. Oh, and my. I don't need to go into like a long soliloquy of why I was right and have a whole thesis about this. I'm going to make this very short and simple with basic math.
0: Who's watching now that didn't watch us all last week? Can you give them an update or color to what we're talking about?
1: Okay, so Brandon and I all <laughs> last week had a back and forth debate about him saying you don't need a bench to go ahead and win in the NBA. I said that's absolutely asinine and not true. Brandon said all the Suns need are DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker to win. Well, last time I checked, let me go ahead and... Let me go ahead and... uh, And there's uh, more to it. Let me go ahead and and bring up the (laughs) the stat line. DeAndre Ayton had eight points, and Chris Paul is hurt. So there goes two out of the four people that he was relying on to go ahead and make the Suns relevant. My whole case was that... You can't rely on just Kevin Durant and Devin Booker to go ahead and play 40-plus minutes a game and score 30-plus minutes a game to win in this series. You need a bench. Last time I checked, let me go ahead and bring those numbers up again. Devin Booker, 40-plus minutes, 30-plus points. Kevin Durant, 40-plus minutes, 30-plus points, which I said was going to go ahead and be um, a key in winning this in addition to the bench. But I'm going to go ahead and bring up The numbers to make this very simple and give it back to brandon since brandon does not believe you need a bench in the nba and all you need is kevin durant and devin booker i'm gonna go ahead and disprove that right now basic mathematics the starting five of the denver nuggets scored 113 points the starting five of the phoenix suns scored 88 plus the 19 that Shamit gave off the mm-hmm. bench, that still is only 107 points. If we were just looking at starters and starters, the Suns would have lost. The reason that the Phoenix Suns beat the Denver Nuggets last night was because in addition to the 30-plus points, which I said that they were going to need to beat the Denver Nuggets, their bench also outscored the Denver bench 40-11, mm-hmm. further proving my points that a bench can either make or break you in an NBA game, I rest my case.
0: Okay, so uh, I appreciate you, Ashley. You had a phenomenal week last week, right? Not only um, did you create content that went extremely viral um, and it was really at my demise, right?
1: Well, you were wrong and you're still wrong.
0: Was I? was I? We got to be careful with the words that we use, right? Oh, okay. so you, what you just said was cute. So let me cute. give you your flowers that's, first. That's basic let me, math. Let me give you your flowers first. You had a phenomenal week. And see, this is why I love sports. This is why I love life. Because if you continue just to push forward, sometimes you're high, sometimes you're low. Last week, you were high. Right now, you're starting off this week low. No, okay? I'm not. You and can- you had it.
1: You further, prove, no, my point was further mm, proven last okay. night and your point is further moved.
0: No, here we go. Watch okay. this. Watch go this. So ahead. first off with the, que- the, the original question was, can the Suns get it done? Basically Ashley said, no, that's not what I said. What did she, what did you say?
1: What I said was they can't get it done unless Kevin Durant and Devin Booker <laughs> are playing 40 plus minutes a game and score 30 plus. They don't have the same amount of depth as the Denver Nuggets. Who depth, I stand by that. So we get
0: to this whole I stand conversation about depth. And you know what I said? I said, you don't need depth when you have Devin Booker and Kevin Durant and Chris Paul.
1: Which is inaccurate.
0: You don't need your that.
1: point, is missed. Your point literally so I has said, been no, no,
0: no. It's not we're, this, wasn't a conversation oh around how we're building a, our team, our organization. We're talking about a series, okay? Yes, they can't I'm do this, you know, uh, night in, night out <laughs> for 80 something <laughs> games, but one, two, like one, you two, guys one, two. talked about last week, you and Stack, what happens? You start investing, it. you start playing the guys that's going to get it done, it done, so you shorten your bench, you go from playing 12 guys in a row to have 12 guys in a rotation to potentially eight or nine. Right. So that was the conversation. We have to be clear there. We're talking about, can they get it done? I said, yes, you guys laughed at me because I said, they don't need depth in a situation. But that's and then you not go to the true. first game and then you go to the first game and and, and, and remember this, oh, remember this conversation, God. the first game between the Suns and the nuggets who play deeper into their bench. It was the Suns. Brandon, you're Hold not on. making any sense. I am sense. making sense. Oh, my goodness. I think you're we, got not, stacked. we got
1: You're, not making, we got stacked you're not making yeah. any sense, Can I, though, let Brandon. Me, let me
0: not make sense. Let me okay. finish not making sense. Okay. okay. <laughs> and then I'll give it to you in stack. Right? Because all I was talking about was they had enough to get it done now. I tried to highlight the first game, did the bunk, which you said about depth. Oh, the Nuggets, they have a deeper bench. They have depth. They didn't even use their depth. So it doesn't even matter in the the playoffs. The whole conversation around depth doesn't even matter in the playoffs. And you and Stack said it last week where the rotation shrinks in the playoffs. What are you talking about? Oh, my goodness.
1: What are you saying? Oh my Your whole point is not a point because it's been misproven last night. No,
3: actually. The
1: Denver, I mean, the Phoenix Suns, you keep talking about Devin Booker and Kevin Durant as the sole factors and whether or not the Suns can beat the Denver Nuggets. My whole point is if you actually watch the game or it didn't even have to watch the game, if you look at the box score and do the basic math, Kevin Durant and Devin Booker and their thirty-plus points still lose this game off the starting five of the Denver so, Nuggets so, if the bench does not contribute. So let me ask you your this whole question. theory about not needing a bench, <laughs> whether it, because you have Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, is not okay. true. The math is there.
0: All right, your math is not math, and ain't
1: that what you said? Oh say? my, the math is there. <laughs> it's basic math. Let me
0: just math. ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. So Ashley, you have to. Really listen to what you said, and then we'll bring Stack into this conversation, right? Because we we want to go back and forth around this until the end of uh, this postseason, wow. right? At the beginning of this series, you said you need depth, right? I said, and you, you need said a bench. the Nuggets, you said the Nuggets had you had they had more depth and they had a bench. The Suns didn't. So now you're saying the Suns have.
1: Uh, I don't know. It's not a player that's going to give you 20 points per game every game in a series. He averages eight points a game. Now, do I think that the Denver Nuggets are a deeper team? Yes. Look at their starting five compared to the starting five of the Phoenix Suns. That does not negate the point that I said, in order for the Suns to win, you need 30-plus from Devin Booker and Kevin Durant every single night, but you also need a contribution and you from the laughed bench. At me.
0: And, you and you Because
1: and, your point is still wrong, Brandon. No, it's not. You're, no, you're it's fo- not.
0: Because all oh, I'm gosh. saying is this, and I'm going to throw it to Stack. When you – stats doesn't matter. Numbers don't matter when you have Devin Booker and you have Kevin Durant. That's not Hold true. No, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. It's a player. They're players. They're phenomenal oh. players. They're, oh, my God. We have Devin, Booker. Me, we have Devin Booker in a postseason – there's there's an argument that right now he's 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 creating an argument that he's the best player in the NBA. We got Kevin Durant on this team. He's the best player on this team. He's the best player in the NBA right now. And then you have Kevin Durant. And then y'all tried to you last week tried to have this whole conversation around Kevin Durant not even being in the top ten statistically as far as like one of the best scores. all, that's not, not what I said. That is not so, what so I said. Stack, so stack. I just want to say this. I'm gonna throw it to you because. I'm, a, I'm still a little tipsy from this weekend. Have a lot of tequila. <laughs> Look, Stack is enjoying this. He is enjoying this. <laughs> You're not making any that. sense. Stack, all I'm saying is this, brother. All right. When you have Kevin Durant and you have Devin Booker, all the schemes, all those numbers go out the window in this moment. This is playoff basketball. Okay, Big dogs stand up. Big dogs go make the play. Big dogs in the big moments go make the play. And that's what they've been doing all postseason. Oh, is it sustainable? Yes, it's sustainable. You know why? Because they're the big dogs. If they got to play 40 minutes a night and they got to go for 35 points a night, that's what they got to do. So Stack, I'm going to throw it to you. Are you being for real right now? Co- yes, I'm being, I'm throwing it to
1: Stack. I'm being, no, 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 but, but before Stack answers, are you being for real I'm right now? I'm being 100%. You it's- can look at that box score, because I know you were out and about. I, I know you were out and about, so <laughs> You didn't watch the game. You can look at that box score and tell me that all you needed was Kevin Durant and Devin Booker to no, win
0: that game. No, listen, listen, listen. I'm talking about. I'm just happy that the series is tied two to two.
1: But the series is tied in a
0: I counter to saying. your point. No, 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 <laughs> Ashley. We're not. We're not we're, I'm talking oh, about okay. the I whole can't. conversation. I can't. I can't do it. You're <laughs> you're you're you're
1: debating depth. That's the reason they won! I was never debating Brandon, I have you on video saying you don't need a bench if you have Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, which is not not true. Ashley,
0: you're not listening to me. What I'm saying is when you have Kevin Durant... And you have Devin Booker, and I talked, I threw CP3 in there, who's hurt, and I threw eight in what, there. What eight points. Right? It doesn't matter. I said, when you have those four, I don't give a damn if you have the reigning MVP back to back to back. If Joker won three MVPs in a row, I don't care. I don't care if they have a better team. When you have those type of guys and they've only played 22, 23 games together, it doesn't matter. Find a way to get it done. That was my whole conversation. You threw depth in there, Which you threw is all these wrong. other things in there. All it's right. wrong. All right. All right. I'll be wrong you'll see who wins this series. Stack, you'll oh see who God, wins this series. I can't. Stack, do you want to add to this? Because Ashley and I can argue all day uh, about this whole depth conversation.
4: Well, first off, uh, what's up, my friend, Ashley? Cause Hi. You never, me, you, called, you never called me Steven Jackson one time. I honestly see that men be not friends yet.
3: But you still <laughs> call me Steven Jackson. Um,
4: Told you. Uh, second, second, bro, um, how many teams have Book, a Booker and a KD, B. Marshall. None. 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 Okay, so that's one team out of every other NBA team in the league. So you can't say depth doesn't matter. Death okay, doesn't matter. You can't say that. That's that, that that's one example oh, right there. Yeah, okay, okay. And even though even though yeah. the rosters shrink during the playoffs, which they should, because your stars have to carry most of the games in the playoffs, it's gonna be games where those stars gonna be tired. A lot in this series because the 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 the, the game is uh, more is at stake. Uh, you you you're, you're using more energy. Uh, every, every every possession matters. So they're gonna be tired a lot in this series. So those seven eight guys that might those seven eight guys that might not play in those game one and two, they're gonna come in, in the play in game four five and six because those stars gonna be wear down. They are human too. So depth does matter, mm-hmm. but the stars are supposed to carry it like that. And you're seeing two exceptional players do some exceptional shit right now. So I, I I can understand what you're saying, but that's what they're supposed to do.
0: Okay, so this is what I'm saying, uh, five. Because we are friends, we're brothers. Okay, he talking about... There you go, Steve. there you go. There look, you go. Look, look. But, oh, no, 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 no. we no.
4: five, we real brothers, not you. we
0: five. <laughs> <laughs> and you look phenomenal today. Look at look my brother. Look at my brother. Look at, my brother, look at my brother, look at him. Got the hat on, got the chains on, looking phenomenal. But here's what I'm going to say, I'm going to push back on you, but I'm not going to push back too much because people will laugh at me because like, Brandon, you grew up playing football and you made it to the nfl stack grew up playing basketball probably played other sports as well uh and then you play at the highest level in the nba and you won two championships but come on bro like come on a competitor is a competitor okay when we talk about you know dogs and we talk about that it you know i don't care if you play tennis basketball football some things some things travel with you and what i'm saying is Whatever you have to do in these key moments, whether it's playoff, championship, basketball, championship, f- football, you got to do that. So you're talking about, you know, Kevin Durant and, and Devin Booker. How many people in the NBA, how many teams in the NBA have them? They don't. And that was my point. My point is when you have a Devin Booker and you have a, a Kevin Durant, it don't matter who you're going against. I don't give a damn if you're they're playing against you know uh, uh, the Warriors right now. I don't care if they're playing against the Celtics right now. They have a chance to win the series. Okay, <laughs> I don't care if they play twenty games or thirty games because now the NBA it's about who can score the basket. Y'all, they don't play they don't play defense like that anymore. Like they, I think all. this ho- this whole in this whole postseason play, there's been w- one or two games that haven't gone over. A uh, uh, hundred and seventy points, right combined, right? Like nobody's playing real basketball like that. Um, the Warriors and the Celtics, no, it wasn't the Warriors and the Celtics. It was uh, the Heat, the Heat, and 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 the Bucks. They had a phenomenal series where they played some really good defense. So, so all I'm saying here is this.
4: I mean, to, to A B, I don't mean to cut you off, but to help your stat, to help your stat. This is the first time in NBA. That every regular season game and every team has scored over eighty points a game, so there you know you they ain't playing no defense. There you go. Mm.
0: And that's my point. That's is and I was and it was the same conversation that I was having two years ago when the Nets had Kyrie Irving, KD, and James Harden. They were like, "Yo, they're heading into the playoffs, and they've only played." five, seven game five to six or seven games together. I said, don't matter if they can get in the rhythm in the postseason and score the basket. So, Ashley, I understand that, you know, you're hot right now. You're not enjoying... I'm not
1: hot. I just... I don't understand, and I don't understand how you can watch that game or look at that box score and think that you're right.
0: No, it wasn't about... It wasn't... No, it's not, not about the game, though, because your you're right whole, what you're saying about your whole, last night. Regardless, your
1: whole point is irrelevant because the very thing that you said that you only need to win is the very thing that they still would have lost with.
3: No, They needed
1: the contribution, the 40 points from the bench. You sat here and said, a bench does not matter in the NBA if you have Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. That's not true because Kevin Durant and Devin Booker only scored 88 points together. That was not enough to beat the starting five of the Denver Nuggets. They won because of the 40 points from their bench. Even if you you add in Shamit's 19 points, I believe it was, it's 107 total. They still lose the Denver Nuggets starting five. You need the contribution of the bench. Two players cannot do that on their own, and God forbid one of them has an off night, you are now at a deficit of a starting five of the Denver Nuggets and a solid bench rotation that they have. So you can't sit here and say you don't need a bench when you have two superstars. That is not how basketball is played, and that's not how championships are run. So even I'm e- sorry. On, see,
0: that's, that's where you lose me. You hear what you just said, and Stack, help me out here. Don't be the basketball expert right here. Be the mediator on this, okay? What she just said, what you just said is where... where you lose me. me That's not how basketball is (laughs) played. It's a team sport. That's not how basketball is played, and that's not how championships are won. My whole thing, when you went into this depth thing before this series, that the Nuggets have the advantage, have the edge because they have more depth, I took the other side because I'm like, yo, no, when you have... There's alternatives to this. Some teams can win on defense. Some teams can win scoring. Some teams can win coaching. There could be a a, a combination of two or three. And, and, And so when we go into these series, we can't go out there and say, this team doesn't have a chance because they don't have depth or they don't have this. No, sometimes... Stats and, and this is why I brought up the numbers. I said when you have these type of players, statistics don't matter because players rise to the occasion. Like the, the same way it is true. James Harden. James Harden goes into the series. What, for them to have a chance, he has to drop 45. He did that twice this series, right?
3: Yeah, you know, he also second. stunk
0: it up in the other two games, but it's James Harden who hasn't done this in a very long time. Really good players rise to the occasion. This is what the game is about. This is what sports is about. This is what makes... The game so exciting is because people go out there and say this team doesn't have a chance these are the underdogs and they find a way to get nobody it nobody
1: said the Suns didn't have a chance yeah. what we were talking about was something yeah. very specific exactly. i can hear uh um BC. bc in my ear um we're talking about something very specific we're talking about You cannot rely on two players, and you sat here and said, all you needed was Kevin Durant and Devin Booker to win this series. That is inaccurate, and you're saying numbers don't matter, but they 100% do matter. You have to look at the numbers, because those two guys by themselves last night were not winning this game. They weren't. They needed the help and the contribution of their bench. You can't rely on two guys having nights where they're scoring 30-plus in 40-plus minutes because anything can happen. You need the contribution of a bench. That is how championships are won. You cannot name me a team and especially a Suns team that's not a defensive powerhouse. It's not like they play great defense. They rely mostly on their scoring. And when you rely mostly on your scoring, you need more than two people to go ahead and score for you. You cannot name me a team that has Ashley, won a championship. Okay, let's move without on, a bench. you're beating a
0: dead, you're beating a dead horse because the argue, I've never, I never said I that a, the Suns, I never said that the Suns didn't have depth. You
4: I did? Never said, I have a follow-up question
0: said, for no, you guys. I never You said verbatim brain. You're not listening. You're not listening. Because you went out there and basically, like other people, went out there and tried to use numbers and say they don't have a chance because they don't—they're not never as deep that. as the Nuggets. And I said, no. When you have Kevin Durant and you have Chris Paul and you have uh, Devin Booker, all that other stuff goes out the window. So
1: I never my my, my never point said they my point was chance.
0: basically that they're going to win the series, and, and and that's the only. Conversation that I was getting into. That's
1: not true, Brandon. One, right. I never said. They, one, I never said they didn't have a chance. And two, you sat here verbatim, and I quote, said you do not need a bench in the NBA you don't, when you, you have don't,
0: you don't when you have Kevin Durant and you don't when you have Kevin Durant and you have Devin Booker. Well, look, so is- I think I understand your mm-hmm. point when you're looking at last night's game, but they're getting it done so many different ways. They're getting it done Why? from adjustments and coaching. They're getting it done from other guys contributing. They're getting it done with uh, Devin, uh, Devin Booker Mm -hmm. having a historical run. Mm -hmm. They're getting it done because KD is being KD. Absolutely. I saw the I saw the stat sheet last night. Joker went for fifty three points. Yeah, right. That's and crazy you know why, that they survived. That, and you know right? why they right. lost? Exactly. And then, and then you have, but you know and then why they you lost have Jamal yeah. Murray. Then you have Jamal Murray. <laughs> the same <laughs> well, reason the, the Suns up.
1: won is the yeah, same reason the Denver Nuggets lost because yeah. their bench only put up eleven points. Exactly. It proves my point again. Corey, take mm-hmm. it. I well, can't. Well that's that's, what I, no, that's what I wanted to point out.
2: That's what I wanted to point out, right? You're just the top. The top two du- duos for each team: Booker and Katie. They combined for seventy-two points. The duo for the Nuggets: Murray and Jokic combined for eighty-one points. Right. So, where where are those points needed? That you know, it needs to come from the the others. Right. So, my question is, well, who like who needs to step up for the Nuggets? Because what I was the, the point I wanted to make was if you take two threes away from Shaman, because Shaman was making clutch threes mm-hmm. like and when it mattered right you take away two threes from them now the the uh, the Suns are in trouble right so but for the Nuggets standpoint who needs to step up if they look to take control of the series in Game Five I'll start with you Ashley. the stack.
3: bench let's go with Stack let's go, we we go start, yeah stack. that's right we
2: have Stack now let's start with Stack
4: um for me it's definitely Gordon. For sure. step his game up. He he's been aggressive on defense. I give him that, but offensively he's not giving him too much. And I understand he has a heavy task with Katie. KD. I get it, but that's a part of the game. You gotta play both ways. And uh the, um I also think um uh Jeff Green has to step up. He has to give him more offense. Jeff is one of the best finishers in the game right now. But he's just he's just not aggressive on offense as he should be. I think they they're relying too much on Yoke. Yeah. They relied on him all year. But it's only so much he can do in the playoffs. You, you're gonna need the other guys to step up. So those two guys for me are could could be key players in them making it a little easier on Murray and uh, Jokic to uh, pull the series off.
2: Yeah. Ashley. What, what,
4: no, what do you I agree. Think
1: so? I I also think I would like to see more from KCP. He was a factor, I believe it was in game two. But let the bench needs to score more than 11 points. I mean, you don't. You're you should not see any player on your team drop 50 plus and lose that game right the bench there was not a single person on that bench who produced double digits that is a problem um so for me I need to see a better contribution from them but I also need to see a better contribution I agree with stack Aaron Gordon and like I said KCP I think that they get back to Denver I think that you'll see a more complete game role players tend to play better at home than they do on the road so I'm expecting to see a different Denver team that's more um, remnant of the Game One, Two Denver team, but mm. they they de- they definitely got to do more. Yeah. Like Jokic should not be scoring that many points, and they're still walking away with an L. That's yeah. insane.
0: Yeah. I, I would say uh, Michael Porter Jr. Right? I agree. Like yeah. w- what's happening He's there? Like everyone this...
1: in the starting five, truthfully, out of Jokic.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, and we. I'm not trying to start another argument here because we're not finished with the first one. Uh, we will revisit. <laughs> we will we will revisit that. But um Let it go, Let the it nuggets, go, The B. Nuggets, the Nuggets. Yeah, know, listen, I know, listen to the stack. I
1: You're wrong. Let it go. No. Let it go.
0: All right. So the, Let it go. the Nuggets, because you know, they put this team together late, right? After the trade deadline, or right before the trade deadline, KD uh getting uh to the Suns, they're a better team, right? They're they've had more experience together. Um it's not about one person. It's about them all contributing the way they've done it all year. And Michael Porter Jr. to me is a guy who's who hasn't really lived up to the expectation all year, right? Like you go back a couple years ago, there was a conversation that he was a bust, right? And then he goes out there in 21, and he has a, some big games, right? They keep him. They get rid of a few guys because like, yo, we can build with you. Where are you at? Like all series, even the series before, he hasn't. He hasn't taken advantage of his moment. Stack, you you agree with me or you disagree with
4: me? I, I've been said that. I've been said he, that. I've been said he wasn't. He wasn't the third. The third guy for
0: them. But they they they. But they banked on it, right? Like they built it that way. Like yo, he could be our third guy, and he, he's truly letting them down. Like this mm-hmm. dude, when you look at him and he flashes that time, you're like, yo, this dude has star qualities. He has game, but man, he's just not consistent. So I would say. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., for me, needs to step up. And if he does that, you know, yeah, um, the Nugget, I mean, the the Suns is definitely
2: in trouble for, for sure. But I don't see that happening. He hasn't done it all year. Yep, yep. Game five tomorrow night. All right, moving on, guys. 76ers win a thriller in overtime. Vintage James Harden made another return after cashing in. 42 points along with eight rebounds, nine assists, almost recorded a triple-double. And Joel Embiid added 34 points and 13 rebounds. 76ers, they beat the Celtics in overtime, 116 to 115. Marcus Smart, he actually had a chance, you know, at the end of regulation mm. to actually hit a game one and three-pointer. But um they just didn't get the ball to him, you know, in enough time, right? So uh, I want to ask you guys, though, Stack, of course, I'll start with you. How dangerous are the 76ers if James Harden is aggressive on the offensive end?
3: Mm.
4: Well, well, let me say one thing. James mm-hmm. Harden uh, is turning back the clock for sure. Mm-hmm. Um Putting putting up numbers that he was putting up in Houston, and now he's doing it on the big stage and in, um, in Philly in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. kudos to him. Um, and having him be back is definitely it helped him a lot. But uh, I want to shoot some shots at Boston for the mm-hmm. simple fact that th- this is the playoffs. Y'all just played in the NBA Finals last year.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So correct me if I'm wrong. If y'all clearly understand what these games mean and how each game matters. They have not been paying attention to detail or they are not, they must don't make scouting reports in the NBA no more. Like when I was in the NBA, especially in San Antonio, every game is a scouting report on every player, what they like to do, which way they like to drive, what the percentages they shoot in this spot, that spot. Like you know everything about the player. I haven't played against James much in my career. Just a little bit, but I know from watching basketball, I know his game. You know, I I, I watch all the stars. You know, I've, I've guarded a lot of stars, and I know their game. If you the the prolific and legendary scorer that James Harden is, if you sit there and let him pick which way to go, go mm-hmm. through his legs and do all that, you're gonna see a lot of 40 point games. This is the playoffs. I'm gonna start there first. You you keep you keep uh sending him right in the pick and rolls and try to keep that ball in his right hand. I guarantee you that that, poor, that point percentage drop. it dropped. It would drop tremendously because, you know, he, I'm not saying he can't go right, but he's a left-hand guy. Mm-hmm. And, and if you let him dribble, 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 go through his legs, he get to his mojo. Ain't nobody in the world stopping that. Second, with him getting 40 points and all that, they had a chance to win the game. Jalen Brown, the, the corner three is the easiest three-pointer in the game. You do not leave the corner to double a big man in the post when he's about to tie the game up, not win it, but tie the game up and give y'all a chance to win it, maybe go on another overtime. But you leave the corner in a big game like that and give up a three to the guy who is the hottest player on the court. Mm. That's not paying attention to detail. That's not being locked into the moment. Even though James had a great game, Boston still, it was still their game to win. They gave that game away. And to finish it off, why would you wait so long when you down one? You got to give your chance. If you missed a shot, at least give yourself a chance, a chance to tip it in. They waited too long. Uh, even though he made that shot, it was a bad shot and it was late. They made a lot of bad decisions at the end of the game to save their experienced team that just played in the finals. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean it's like I say with Boston. I um I have audio. a I have an echo in my ear now. First it yeah, was BC, now mute it's mute an echo. Up.
0: Yeah, BC or um, Woo we'll mute.
3: Yeah,
1: mute. Um, I think for me, one of my concerns about this Boston team, and it has been a concern about them is their inability sometimes to close out these games that should be in their back pocket um, or should be in their pocket. Rather, I'm still getting the echo y'all. Um, so for me, the only, the only question mark that I have regarding the 76ers is James Harden's consistency, much like I have with Anthony Davis and the Lakers is how often in this series can he do this? And in the days that he can't do this, Boston will always go ahead and take advantage of that. I think that you need um, him to go ahead and be the consistent James Harden, the vintage James Harden, even if it's in a fraction of the time, because Joel Embiid, we don't know, I don't know at least how healthy he actually is. Sometimes he looks dominant and sometimes he looks like he's still in a lot of pain mm-hmm. james harden is the x factor in the 76 76ers chance to go ahead and beat boston i'm still leaning towards boston to win this series but one thing about this team that makes me very concerned is sometimes their inability to close out these close games
3: right,
0: All right. well first i would say the only color i can add to this is i was uh extremely impressed with the 76ers and just fighting back, right? After that first game, nobody thought without Joel and B that they would be in position to actually make this uh competitive. And they go out there and they win game 1. Yeah. And what happened after Venta that? Charted. Um they made adjustments to Celtics and they made this look like it wasn't even going it was going to be a gentleman's sweep, right? Mm-hmm. Um and so the 76ers came out and, you know, it, it really made this exciting. Um stack you wanted to take some shots at the Celtics and I want to give some flowers to the 76ers and Doc Rivers. Right. And some of the things that you brought up as far as the adjustments around James Harden's game. Right. So I came out after the second game and I'm like, Doc Rivers was out coach and this is classic Doc Rivers. Right. I think everybody respects Doc Rivers. He's a he's a he's a really good coach. He's a Hall of Fame coach. He will be a Hall of Famer. Um, but he gets out coach in the playoffs he never gets he never gets it done all these other coaches out there they come out and they make adjustments and you saw that in game 2 James Harden came out in game 1 45 points it's the adjustments that they made uh in the second game they were more aggressive with James Harden forcing him to go one way picking him up full court and that wasn't you know some of the those 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 you know um those highlights was on like an article that I read like the athletic you know last week about like the adjustments that they made. Now for them to be back in position, the 76ers made the adjustments. Doc mm-hmm. Rivers did his thing. Mm-hmm. Great job, Doc Rivers, right? So I wanna give Doc Rivers flowers because he came out, he found a way to get it done in game one. He was out coached game two, game three. And then he 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 did his thing, like great job, right? Doc Rivers, And I and I wanna show him love there because a lot of us, you know, tend to bash him or you know, highlight his his shortcomings in the postseason. And this is going to be interesting down the stretch.
1: Do you feel like it was a Doc Rivers thing? I mean, the 76ers did blow a 17-point lead, though, in that game.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, because if you look how they played I mean, And, they, and Harden, it went and into overtime. Right, like James Harden. They didn't allow James Harden to do what James Harden did uh the last game and the first game, right? So James Harden, if you watch how they played, the, how they played, they made adjustments on the offensive side. So I feel like whether it was Doc Rivers or Doc Rivers listening to Sam Cassell or Doc Rivers listening to Joel Embiid and James Harden saying, okay, we're going to make these adjustments. They made adjustments and and, and they got better shots. Right? I just that's, think
1: that James Harden wasn't as aggressive. I don't know if that's a Doc Rivers thing.
0: He couldn't, thing. but in stack, you can come here and this is where I would definitely concede I'm not conceding to the whole depth thing in the conversation we had earlier, but Doc Rivers, uh, as far as like James Hart and you guys can come out there as basketball players and say, we're not going to let this guy beat us, right? So James Hart, and he can create anytime he wants to create a shot, but if, if a team comes out and, there's, and they're, they take his game away, it's going to be difficult. So I don't know, Stack, do you think that uh, Doc Rivers made the adjustments or do you think it was just, uh, James Harden being more aggressive.
4: Um, I would go with um, James Harden making making his adjustment. Yeah. Because he 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 was he was you know had one game. He's just not consistent. So I think just him just figuring it out. You know, Joel Embiid wasn't there the first game, so he really didn't have to focus on spreading the ball around. He could just do his thing. But um, now you got Joel out there for two games. He, they kind of figuring out how to you know they got to be that one two punch. And uh, James is getting comfortable again, and that's really scary for Boston. So, I, I really say that's really James um, focusing on on how they guard him and focusing on how he can get his shots off and be aggressive to carry this team, you know, with Embiid not being healthy. Right. And, Corey,
0: we laughed at you last week as well. You came out and made a statement saying, well, they came out and maybe they were just trying to fill it out because Joel Embiid was back. Remember what you mm-hmm. talked about last week? You yeah, wanna, I did. I did. You want to add some color to that? Because you, you, you may not – I think you're still wrong, but
2: no, nah, like, like I said, yo, Hey, my, my takes be making sense because I mean, look, look where we are, right. It's, it's tied two two. So, you know, the, the Sixers, James now know what he needs to contribute in order to get a win. And Joel and B knows what he needs to contribute in order to get the win. So um, I'm interested to see how game five turns out and stack. I wanted to actually ask, ask you who you think has the edge, you know, going into this next game.
4: Uh, I, w- I would say Boston, you know, um, like I said, they've been there before. They know how to make adjustments. Uh, I'm pretty sure Jalen Brown is at, at watched that film and and killing himself for leaving James Harden in that corner. Um, they looked at the end of the game, the plays they were supposed to make, and how fast they should have went. They look at all those things. So I think Boston is still a th- team that has the advantage to pull this uh, series off. Yeah.
2: Mm. Ashley, what you think? Who has? I edge?
1: agree. I yeah. I'm still I'm still leaning towards Boston. Um, I feel like, um. I tend to lean more towards the more complete team, Mm -hmm. the team that doesn't have as much inconsistency. And while I do think that the Boston Celtics have a bad habit of playing down to their competition, and that's not to say that the 76ers are not a good basketball team. Mm -hmm. I just mean in terms of teams that they should be beating, they tend to play with their food a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I... I have an echo again guys i can i can hear myself i only need to hear myself Mm -hmm. once thank you um i do think that you know i tend to like i said i tend to lean towards teams like that and also james harden's inconsistency is the biggest question mark for me Mm -hmm. i never know what version i'm gonna get of him when the game starts i know Mm -hmm. what version of the boston celtics i'm gonna get in some aspect maybe i don't get a great game from jason tatum but i know i'll get one from jalen brown i know i'll get one from marcus smart maybe i don't get one from jalen brown but i know Mm. i get one from you just know the consistency factor comes from multiple people Mm. with the boston celtics whereas with the 76ers i think that their success relies on james harden being Mm. consistent throughout this entire series and i don't know if he's capable of giving that it seems like it's every other game and every other game's not going to work.
2: They need some more consistency from Maxi too. I think he could really help on the offensive end. him and Tobias Harris. I feel like a good game from Tobias Harris is looming too. So we'll see. We'll see. He
4: he needs to have a big game.
2: Yeah, no, for real, for real. All right. Moving on though, guys, Lakers, they beat the Warriors by 30 in game three. LeBron James, Uh, You know, in the Lakers, they won 127 to 97 in game three. Anthony Davis, he was the leading scorer with 25 points and 13 rebounds. D'Angelo Russell started the game off hot, too, with uh, 11 straight points to start the game. He had made three threes in that run there. But uh, LeBron James, for the first time in his career, in his playoff career, excuse me, Mm -hmm. uh, didn't attempt a shot in the first quarter. Which was crazy, right? But a testament to you know the others, Anthony Davis, D'Angelo Russell, um, Stack. What impressed you the most about the Lakers in Game Three?
4: Um, I mean, just just LeBron letting these young guys, you know, uh, help him help him win this game. You know, mm-hmm. we know LeBron uh, can can do some amazing, some some unbelievable things in playoffs and games like this that he's done in his whole career. And uh, I think it is. I think at this age, his IQ is so high above everybody on the court that it that it's easy to see. And for him to 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 uh, let those young guys kind of get it started, and him and Anthony Davis, uh, Russell and Anthony Davis, kind of carry the load. Then him come in and, and, and help finish the game and be the solid factor to carry and keep everybody in place. You know, make some big plays, some big threes, um, and and just and just play a big role in that team. Um, it, it says a lot about his IQ, and um, um, that's that's scary. That's scary because everybody was saying all year, you know, LeBron needs to let AD be the uh, one guy and he be the two guy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's hard to say when you're talking about one of the best players of all time. You know, so – but uh, I just think Le- LeBron's IQ right now with the, with his age, his IQ of the game is showing right now, and that's why they're able to have success and beat a team like Golden State uh, by 30 in the second round. Yeah.
2: What stood out to you, Ashton?
1: Um, pretty much the same. I think that for me though, it's interesting. I don't know, the Warriors the Warriors have a similar issue, I feel like, as you know, the other teams that we discuss. You know, I'm not gonna recircle this conversation, but <laughs> yeah. Jordan Poole not holding his not pulling his weight is a problem. You know, you know what Steph's gonna yeah, do. Man. You know what Clay's gonna do. You know what Draymond's gonna do. You know Draymond doesn't put up a lot of points, but his his game is elsewhere. Looney's game is elsewhere. Jordan Poole was always supposed to be the X factor. You were supposed to be able to rely on him for at least twenty plus points a game. What he's been going through, I don't know, but it's problematic because you're losing a big chunk of that offensive power. Um, this is now,
4: his effort is piss poor. Yeah, it's. Mm.
1: horrendous. I mean, I've seen him in games not even dive for the ball. Like it's nothing to dive on the floor and Mm. try to get the ball. I've Mm -hmm. seen the ball roll from his feet. And he's like, Oh, like, Mm -hmm. it's insane. Like effort is nothing. I don't know what the where the effort has gone with Jordan Poole it yeah. seems like the the Sacramento Kings series he did not have a good series game 1 when the warriors played it looked like you were getting the version of Jordan Poole that you've been missing it looked like he had somewhat i'm sorry game 2 was it i no game 1 was when he took that crazy think, shot at the end right you think
0: he's having a delayed response from the slap from training. No, camp. I
1: don't. <laughs> I just don't.
0: They I don't.
1: <laughs> I just don't know. It's not a delayed response. Right. Delayed response. I just don't know if he's he liking, equipped he yet. Jordan Poole's young. Could, I want to say, how old is Jordan Poole? 22. Hey, years listen. Old? Listen. Yeah. Sometimes,
0: yeah, Stack, you notice, know sometimes things happen in the locker room that uh, just don't get out, right? They just linger, right? Maybe there's some nah, more I'm, slaps I'm, happening I'm, in the locker room. I don't room. think I'm
4: it's tell, that. I, I'm going to tell you what I think it is, Ash and B. I think it's. I think this was bothering him when they lost that game and they seen they couldn't play um, Draymond and Looney together and they knew they had to start a guard and he wasn't the first guard they came with. They came with Jermichael Green. I think that bothered him. He's still young, so I think he's he pouting right now. Because mm. uh, his his minutes are down. Jamichael and other guys, are, now Looney's coming off the bench, so now Looney's playing more minutes. He's not getting that many minutes. They're playing uh, Moody now, so... Yeah. You know, I, he's yep. a young guy. I think he's going through that pound phase right now because that's why his effort is so low. Mm-hmm. That's just what wow. I think.
0: See, Which is problematic be because
1: effort yeah. is something you can always give. You're not going to have, you know, these right. great games, you know, night in and night out, but you can always give effort. You can always go ahead and play defense. You can always dive on the floor for the ball. Bo- like, you can always give that. And I think for me, the problem is, is he did not have a good series against Sacramento. The ki- the Warriors were still able to go ahead and pull that series out and win it in game seven. And he has not bounced back from that in a multitude of ways. Offensively, he hasn't bounced back. Yes, that first game, he had a nice showing. It looked like he was on his way back. The last shot that he took, you can go ahead and argue that we did, whether it was a smart one, a dumb one, whatever the case may be. It just does not seem to me like he's been able to harness the energy that got him his back. Mm-hmm. And that is a problem. Like once you get paid, the work doesn't stop. It's only now extra. There's an extra tier of it. You got your bag, show me you're worth it. it I don't know what his issue is, but it is problematic for the Warriors if they cannot get him on track for twenty plus points a game. They need that help.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Right. And, And I mean, stack said it, right? As far as, you know, a player, a young player, you know, potentially getting in his head, you know, there's a lot of factors when it comes to these big moments. Um, and it's sad because uh, for the Warriors, because they, to me, they have the edge. They, they're the better team. Uh, they're
1: more experienced. Uh, also, more experienced. More battle tested.
0: And, and for the Lakers to, you know, win this series, they mm-hmm. have to play their best basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that's not the same for the Warriors. So it's 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 terrible if you're in that locker room and you're counting on a guy like that and he doesn't st- uh, stand up. Um, Stack, I, I'm 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 extremely impressed with the Lakers' defense, right? I know they're a top five defense, but that's the story here, right? And, and the effort that they're giving, it's, you know, them being consistent on that end. Like, how the hell do you chase uh, Curry and Clay and even Poole and all these other guys around for these minutes night after night after night? That's the impressive thing for me, you know? LeBron James not going out there and dominating on the offensive side, but doing this thing defensively is the story for me.
4: Mm-hmm. When, when, when you got Anthony Davis getting his hands on every ball, every pass, blocking every shot, like when he's playing like that, yep. you're going to look good on defense because he he, he, he's, he he's really, they're forcing uh, stuff to the paint. They're forcing all the, guard, all the guards to catch the ball and drive, not shoot threes. So they're running into Anthony Davis. They're not used to finishing over an athletic guy like that. And mm-hmm. he is getting his hands on all those passes now it's to the point now where they're scared to even go up to the shot they're turning the ball over they got clay trying to make plays coming off pick and rolls now because they pin the, uh, pushing them down not letting them come off the screen clay turning the ball over every mm. time because he's not a playmaker he's a shooter so they they they're they doing a great job of putting them in the uncomfortable positions that's a great job by donovan hammer ex-coach who's been there who's been in the locker room who's been on the sideline doing big games especially with milwaukee so he understands how to take things away from certain guys to make it difficult. You got star players; you can't stop them.
3: Mm-hmm. It's,
4: it's really hard to just stop them, but making it difficult, make them do something different in the game that they don't normally do, like Claymaker being a playmaker. It showed oh, last game, and AD being an uh, anchor in that paint, blocking shots, protecting that rim. Um, they doing; a, they they really turned their defense up.
0: So, so last po- nice. last
1: point on this though, I have two. I have two things. One that's concerning is the free throw the difference in free throws that's the only thing that i look at i'm looking at kind of sideways that's that's a drastic difference it's been um, that way all year though right the no lakers? i'm just saying in this series in okay. this series there's yeah. been a drastic difference in free throws and um that's something that you kind of look at sideways but much like i feel about the 76ers and james harden is what i feel about the lakers and and anthony davis which is why i still lean towards the warriors i don't know what version of ad i get night in and night out mm-hmm. one day he gives me a 30 points, 23 mm-hmm. rebounds, and the next it's 11. Yeah, the right. next game he gives me right, uh, right. 40 points and 15 rebounds, the next it's 10. Anthony Davis, and I said this from the jump, AD is the X factor in this series. If you, when Anthony Davis is game one, Anthony mm-hmm. Davis, he is unstoppable. Yeah. He is dominant, he is one of the best to ever do it. That's right. But when he is off, this Lakers team feels that void drastically and the warriors are the team to take advantage of that now also this series is played every other night that is not beneficial for a player like anthony davis who tends to get banged up and and you know you know rocked a little bit more than the average player he's the type of player who i believe would benefit more from a stretched out series like a sun's nugget series he doesn't have that luxury. Which is why I'm leaning towards the Lakers. I mean, the Warriors tonight yeah. because we have seen AD is not that guy who can go ahead and do that consistently. Yeah. That's the only; those are the only two things. That's actually the only thing that leans me a little bit more towards the Warriors in this series. Yeah.
4: So Draymond, let me ask you guys Draymond, this question: Like Draymond doing a great job on him too. Like they game yeah. one, Looney had to guard him, and Looney cannot guard AD. can't do nothing with him, <laughs> and they putting a lot of pressure on Draymond. The, the lack of defense with Golden State, Draymond got to guard AD and helping make up for all the mishaps and miscommunication that the guard's doing out there on, on the perimeter. they putting a lot of pressure on Draymond, man, and I, I got to give him kudos because he's stepping up and, and making it hard for AD, but he's also covering for all the mistakes the guard's making to yeah.
0: So let me ask you guys this question. I'll start with you, <coughs> Ashley. Then we'll go to Stack or mm-hmm. uh, Five. I can't. I can't say Steven Jackson.
4: Yeah, you, you said Stack. I'm cool with Stack. Stack's so I'm... Cool. I know, but Just... I like Steven mm-hmm. Jackson. That's though. weird.
0: That's, That's weird. Not it's weird. not it's weird. weird. Like I'm everyone else calls thing, him Stack. Like I stand out oh, if I say too. Steven Jackson.
1: Yeah, like, you... you sound like a you sound like a Fed when you say that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 right? Right? Like,
1: uh, what are you a op? Like, you like, you his phone too? Like, what the hell? That's my brother.
0: So. Ash, I'm going to start with you. <laughs> okay. Can I call you Ash?
1: Okay, Brandon, Tyrone, Marshall. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Like... Uh, <laughs> oh. all,
0: right. all right, so finish this, right? Um, who in how many games, right? So is it Lakers in six? Is it Warriors in six? Is it Lakers in seven? Warriors in seven? So uh, what's your statement there?
1: I had Warriors in six. I probably would extend it to Warriors in seven just because the Lakers are playing a lot better than I anticipated they would. Anthony Davis has is having um, better games when he is on right. than I anticipated he would. So right. I'll push it to Warriors in seven. Wouldn't be surprised if it's still Warriors in six, but I'm, I'm going to stick with my Warriors pick. I just tend to lean towards, my gut leans towards them for for a multitude of reasons still.
4: Sure. Stack? I, I haven't made a pick for a series yet. I, I said before the playoffs started that the Warriors were going to win the finals in five. So they're going to win this series. So I don't know. I don't matter how many games. I don't know the finals <laughs> wow, you
0: did say that. That was Vegas you made that statement uh, yeah. when y'all was at the Wynn Hotel and, and, and uh, Paul Pierce looked at you like you was crazy.
1: I have a rematch yeah, of yeah. last year's finals. I have it Warriors Celtics.
0: Warriors Celtics. Yeah, yeah. Oh, y'all both going to be wrong that's <laughs> it hold on hold on you have warriors celtics
1: i have Warriors, celtics they may in the in the nba finals A rematch of the last may year may not
0: make it through this series i mean it's still we'll close. see but they but dang stack you said warriors and five I remember that why paul look at you crazy
4: i don't know paul always do that paul, the- paul also said that siakam was a franchise player <laughs> 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 Oh, and, and Toronto ain't been back to the finals since school I've been gone.
2: Jeez. <laughs> All right, Lakers Warriors tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll see how that one turns out. Moving on, Heat. Jesus, handle Christ. the Knickerbockers at home, Game Three. Why are you calling? Jay- <laughs> That's
1: their name. <laughs> <I> oh <know. laughs> yeah, God, That's they, their government name. They getting, the yeah, Knickerbockers. They, <laughs> right. they getting
2: called the Knickerbockers until they beat the Heat. Uh, Jimmy Butler was the Heat's leading scorer with 28 points in the Heat's 105-86 to win over the Knicks in Game 3. Jalen Brunson was the leading contributor for the Knicks. He had 20 points to go along with 8 assists and 6 rebounds. So I gotta ask, and uh, Stack, start with you. What stood out in the Heat's Game 3 win over the Knicks?
5: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing.
0: What's up, y'all? The Home Depot Retool Your School program is back on the yard and back at it again, bringing up to $150,000 in campus improvement grants to help upgrade and uplift your favorite HBCU campuses. Not only is Retool Your School partnering with HBCUs, but it's also inviting you to join by voting online only at retoolyourschool.com slash vote. You can vote as many times as you want, as often as you want, whenever you want, now through March 24th. If you want to support change across across HBCU campuses, all you have to do is vote. So keep doing, keep building, and keep supporting HBCUs at retoolyourschool.com slash vote. Retool your school, powered by purpose. This is Brandon Marshall from I Am Athlete here to talk about my favorite go-to pretty meal that I can't always enjoy because the carb fear is real but carb-heavy foods are often the ones we love most. But Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences and compromises. Zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, high-end fiber, delicious and flavorful. The soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a refreshing, maybe, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Savory breakfast burrito or mouth-watering cheeseburger. Something for every craving, including sliced bread, loaves buns, and tortillas. Monthly small drops of indulgence. Favorites like the two-gram net carb hero croissant or the one-gram net carp hero cheddar biscuit. Don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code ATHLETE at checkout. That's ATHLETE at H-E-R-O oco C-O. Hurry and get 10% off your order when you use ATHLETE at H-E-R-O
4: dot C-O. It's so hard.
3: <laughs>
2: To say goodbye. Nah, Stack, you're not gonna do us <laughs> like this. Who I'm trying to tell you, Nickerbocker. Tell <laughs> <laughs> him, <laughs> Stack. Nickerbocker's in trouble.
4: Hey, man, check it out, man. As long as Jimmy Butler on that court, it's over. They don't have a answer <laughs> for Jimmy Butler, man. As long as he's on that court, they don't have a chance. I love Bronson. I love his heart. I love what he's doing. Now, um, uh what's my young fella's name? Um, the backup point guard. I just quickly. I'm having a brain like quickly's out. Quickly's yeah. out now. They need Quickly. They ain't going to have him for the next game. Uh, I, they just don't have an answer for Jimmy Butler, man. Jimmy Butler, his, just, his IQ and his game is just just so so high above everybody in this series. He's making his players on his team pick they level up. Kyle Lowry's coming with his his experience. They're a the tougher team. They're a the more physical team. They have more um, depth. I mean, it's just it's just Jimmy Butler, man. He, he, he's just showing why, why his, his team is uh, doing some great things right now in the postseason. Mm.
3: Mm. Ashley
2: would you like to chime in
1: for me uh, um, I'm getting, am I getting an echo again no we're good okay um, for me it was looking at the stats right now I was at the game unfortunately I saw that in 4k <laughs> um, the bench wasn't really a big factor for me I mean the bench there's only a four point difference between the Miami Heat bench and the Knicks bench in terms of scoring so I'm not looking at that Quickly got hot a little bit too late in the game. He had a couple of big three-point shots that got it pretty close, and then it just got away from us. For me, the biggest factor was the starting five. R.J. Barrett only had 14. Julius Randle only had 10. He had 14 rebounds, but he only had 10 points. Um, Josh Hart, 15-12. That's about average. Jalen Brunson, 26. But again, he got hot a little bit. He got hot in sporadic moments throughout the game. It wasn't consistent. Um Two things stood out to me in that game also. I was at that game right behind the basket and it looked like the Knicks basket had like an invisible lid on it. Like nothing was falling. <laughs> it was honestly insane. Like one side the shots were going in no problem. The other side it was bouncing off this invisible cap that was on top of the basket. It was insane. I wasn't I wasn't a fan of the shot selection. I also wasn't a fan of the constant threes that Jalen Brunson was taking especially when he wasn't hitting them. He just was off. Um I think that the Knicks are going to have a much better game tonight. But I did say this, that this that game three was going to be the indicator of who had the edge in the series. Because in game one and game two, neither one of these teams saw each other with their a uh, big part of their offense. Mm-hmm. Julius Randle wasn't in one game when the Miami Heat won. Jimmy Butler wasn't in a game when the Knicks won. Game three was going to go ahead and be the deciding factor of who had the edge in the series. I personally don't believe that the Knicks, this series is far far from over. I don't think it ends in five like Corey believes. (laughs) Um, But you need a better showing from Julius Randle, from R.J. Barrett. Jalen Brunson has to take better shots. And Tibbs, look. Tibbs. I know you're watching when I'm watching, Tibbs. I need better adjustments. You're getting out, coach. is running circles around Ashley, you, bro. Ashley, who, who He's running circles guy? around you, bro.
4: Who's, who was your third guy, Ashley?
3: Uh-oh.
1: Third guy what? Like our third highest scorer? <laughs> like, in the last well, I mean, time?
2: This is what I said last, I mean, like, last Thursday.
4: Who was who who your third guy? Like you can run a play for in the office, like drop it down to him and he gets y'all a
1: bucket. Say his name. It's R.J. Barrett. <laughs> Top three goes oh. R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson. Those are our three.
4: Okay. Oh, okay. I see. Now. Julian Randall, first of all, he's definitely had a great year, but his game is real limited. We start, we seeing that in the playoffs. His game is limited. You don't mm-hmm. let him go left; it's over. <laughs> Nightmare, turning, spinning, and running people over. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. thing is, I, I don't think R. J. Barrett is that third guy, right? Because Stack, <laughs> so you one, sound one, like one, me last you, week. You got, you got, you got. Okay, you got two guards, right? You got, you got two guards. Basically, they're both left-handed and basically played the same way. Like, if RJ could post up more and come up off the wing, mm-hmm. that'll make mm-hmm. more sense, right? Mm-hmm. But I think by them playing so much alike and both being so left-hand dominant, I don't think that he's going to be that third guy that can get y'all over the hump. I feel like he's going to have to be somebody that's going that's gonna to be a surprise off that roster to get them out this series Did they, um, let me ask y'all this Absolutely. question
1: i i personally believe that surprises either emmanuel quickly or quentin grimes those guys have been throughout the season for the new york knicks they have been the surprise factor for some reason quentin grimes can't get it cooking can't get it moving he hasn't really been put in situations either where i think are beneficial for him but i think the difference between julius and rj is RJ is really good from that corner shot that's that easiest shot to make in the NBA. He's good there. He's good with the little float. He's good with the Euro step. Julius is more dominant. He's the guy who's going to go ahead and bulldoze his way to the basket. RJ's not that guy. He's, he's a little bit more elusive in his games. You have to play them differently. And I just don't know if Tibbs right now is, is playing them to their strengths. He's kind of forcing them in the pockets he needs them, but he's not allowing them to cook in the spaces that have been beneficial to them throughout this entire season. And when you watch them throughout the entire season, when you allow them to play to their strengths, They cook. Julius Randle, I watched him drop 30-something down in the AAA. What is it called now? Whatever, the AAA, I'm calling it. I can't can't keep up. (laughs) The, The arena, because he was playing to his strengths, and that is using his size, using his dominance. RJ was cooking because he was being more elusive in his game. For some reason, Tibbs is not playing to their strengths. But also, I need quickly, I need Grimes, I need someone off that bench to do for me what they have done Look. throughout this entire season, or we don't have a, we don't have a chance in hell.
4: Well, they they got to make adjustments because Fulcher is doing a great job with the game. Mm-hmm.
1: He's cooking us. He's yeah. coaching yeah. circles around yeah.
4: us. He's been there, though.
1: Yeah. I know. So, yeah. so
0: I, I have to do this because we're also on XM right now, uh, so I have to call you five by your government name, okay? So stick with me here. We have Ashley Nicole Moss here, paper route, live Monday through Thursday. Noon to three, right? Pre-recorded to listen on any audio platforms. You have Corey Holmes in the cut, myself, Brandon Marshall, and you have Steven Jackson. Okay. But you have to say stack or you have to say five. If you know him, he doesn't want to be called Steven Jackson. His government is a little awkward. Right, Ashley?
1: It's not that it's awkward. There's nothing wrong with his name. You just sound like a fed when you say it.
0: (laughs) You know, I'm going to start embracing it though.
1: No, like you don't. I'm going to start embracing so... it because
0: everyone calls me Stack, five, 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 five. And I'm
1: like, damn, why B-Marsh call them? How many people me? do you walk up to and just call them by their first and you, last name? I call
0: you, I, I say all three of your names. What do I call you?
1: you but when What do you, I call you? When you are talking to me, what do I me? call you? Well, Ashley Nicole is my name. No,
0: I say Ashley Nicole Moss.
1: No, you say it once when you intro me, but you don't do that throughout when you're talking to me directly. Ashley,
0: I'm always like Ashley Nicole Moss, Ashley Nicole okay, Moss. Okay,
1: that's fed like. I don't like that. Stack, what's your <laughs> middle name? What's your
0: middle name?
2: jesse whoa <laughs> <laughs> i said it like you wasn't expecting that steven jesse <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah yeah. brandon jesse. tyrone marshall ah!
3: <laughs> yeah. hey really
1: that's quickly. like the most hood that called tyrone <laughs> <laughs> really quickly i
0: because i, I want to get to a little cultural talk uh before we let stack go i know do we have any more basketball after this no this is it oh this is it um what was i going to say oh do well, you guys culture, see culture. do you guys see um Any of these teams, I listen to you and Ashley go back and forth, and I don't know if we even wasted time. Like We'll never get this time back because in my mind, right, and I'll let you guys answer this, you know, I don't see the Knicks or the Heat getting past, you know what I'm saying, the 76ers or the Celtics, right? What does
1: that matter? I mean, we're we're talking. This is between the Heat and the Knicks. We don't I know, give a damn know. about so the other teams. So my question is this. So my
0: question <laughs> is this. Do do they even have a chance? In my eyes, no. All right, y'all the basketball expert experts allegedly. Um, do y'all see the Do y'all see the Heat or the Knicks advancing past the Seventy Sixers or the Celtics?
1: No.
4: I see I see Miami giving it a better shot than the Knicks, but I don't I don't see either one of them right right advancing to the to the, the championship. Right. No.
1: I don't I don't think the Knicks are there yet. Um, I think that the series and I, I think that maybe Miami would have stood a better chance if they had Tyler Hero Um, without him. I don't think they can get past the 76ers or Boston, but I agree. I think that it would be a more competitive series. Like I, I was in game seven when I was in Miami watching the game at the arena when Boston and Miami face off for a game seven. Um, and they didn't have Tyler Hero or they had him for what, like 20, what was it? 20 minutes in that game, Corey, mm-hmm. but he was right. basically hurt.
3: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Y-
1: I think they need him to make that a closer series and possibly win it. The Knicks, however, were, I don't think we're there yet. Were, right. this, this, this series particularly has shown that there's holes in the Knicks game to take them to the next level that they have to address. One player away,
4: Ash. Yeah, one, player one player away, away.
1: yeah. One, one yeah. star away. Yeah.
0: I like what you guys are doing. Tyler Hero, you brought him up. Mm-hmm. I saw him yesterday uh, at F one at the track.
1: What is cast? Fly. Tyler Hero's oh, fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him at he the game, drip. and he looked like he just walked off the set of Miami Vice. I yeah. said, yeah, "Okay, Tyler."
0: Bro, he's so fly, bro. Like you, you, you rock with uh Tyler Stack.
4: Yeah, yeah, he cool, cool dude. Oh
0: cool. man, I, I at first I had to double, I did a double take because I'm like, is that Joe Burrow? Because you know Joey B, Joe I, I'm not can't you can't compare him. Yes, <laughs> I know you can't compare he's him when like it comes different. to how they dress, but. Joe Joe Burrow be trying it too though, you know, obviously he's not even close to a Tyler Hero but I'm like, damn, like is that Joey B over there? And then he stood up and he was so tall. I was like, oh, that's Tyler. He You were at
1: the race Did you did you happen to see the 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 best quarterback in the NFC East there with his Patrick his Mal. wide receiver with his wide receiver number 1, Dak Prescott and CD Lamb? They, they were There. there? Oh, I didn't see yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, they were there. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Oh, you're
0: a Cowboys fan? I forget. Stack is a Cowboys fan. How
1: about them Cowboys? That's Listen, right. we coming we coming <laughs> back for our title. NFC East champs. Eagles, I hope you enjoyed it. Giants, we ain't worried about y'all. Commanders, me, we definitely not worried about duh. y'all. Let me, let me let me let me let me
0: let me put Stack on the on the spot here, right? And Stack, when we get through basketball season, are you still going to be able to contribute uh, throughout the year? Maybe give us uh, updates on basketball, uh, and then also your take on football because you talk boxing, you talk basketball, but I would love to hear your perspective on football. Will you be able to con- continue to contribute? Bro, what kind of question is that? Uh, <laughs> see, that's what I love, Stack. Because like y'all laugh at me when I talk. You no, know, Stack be he be blessing me when I be going crazy on the basketball. You know he be giving me grace, <laughs> he be giving me great grace. You know what I'm saying? So, but they put us in a box though. They say we can't talk basketball, we can't talk football, we can't talk boxing. You know, I, I, when I talk basketball, see y'all talking about y'all want to talk X's and O's and the numbers. I'm barbershop talk. That's what I am. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all got to understand who y'all talking to. Um, Stat, can, how's the NFL season going to play out this year? What do you think? What are you? Um, what's your prediction? Uh, two early predictions.
4: Well, I, I, one one thing I'm I'm loving that I'm going to see a lot of uh, young black quarterbacks get a chance to do their thing. You know, what I'm saying it's getting better and better every year. I love to see that. Second, uh, I'm glad. You know, I'm I'm a miss Zeke, but I'm glad Pollard gets gets his chance to be the the star running back. I think Pollard deserves his shot. Um, I'm scared. I hope we have a backup plan because of the way he runs. He runs so hard and and, he stands up. Uh, I'm afraid he might get hurt. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to put that on him. But um, I just hope we have another backup. I'm 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 excited about our year, though. I'm excited about the moves we made. And um, hopefully Dak can um, get his cloud off of him and get us a chip. Right. All right, that's great. Oh, and I'm I'm also happy Lamar Jackson got his bread. You know, I'm I'm not a Baltimore fan, but I'm going to be watching their games to see the young receiver they drafted. To have Odell over there, Lamar got his money. I, you know, I'm a big Lamar Jackson fan. So
0: number
1: number and fun fact, Brandon, real quick. Um, there is uh, after these most recent draft picks, the recent quarterbacks that were drafted into the NFL, it is now the most black quarterbacks in the NFL in history.
0: Right, that's yeah. It. All right, there you go. Yeah. I like that.
1: The league has its most black quarterbacks in NFL history. Well,
0: you you know I, the the reason is because the quarterback position uh, they're asked to do different things now, right? Mm-hmm. The game is let's run, let's you know you got to be more athletic. You got to be mobile. You, you don't think be... it's
1: turning it back into a passing league, though?
0: It is, no, but you have to do both, yes. right? So they're looking okay. like, even Josh Allen. So put, you can put Josh Allen in that box. Josh Allen, he probably rushed He's for bad. over five, 600 yards last year, right? So the, if you're not mobile in that pocket, mm-hmm. then you're not going to have an opportunity. You don't have to be like a, you know, Justin Fields or Lamar Jackson that can go for 100, 150 yards a game. But you got to be able uh, – to pick up those extra yards. It might be third down. They're playing two-man. The def- the f- defender's back is-, is turned to everyone, and now the quarterback can just take off. You don't want the Tom Brady's or the Peyton Manning's anymore. That's just stuck in the pocket. The stagnant so,
1: quarterback. Yeah,
0: it- it's definitely changing Well, they for did sure. an
1: article that said, that basically questioned if the era of the white quarterback being the majority in the NFL is a thing of the past. They kind of looked at, The trajectory of quarterbacks so far and the trajectory of future quarterbacks, you know, diving into some of the top prospects in high school right now. You know, some that are making some noise in college, just you know, all around the mix. And they said that they believe eventually the black quarterback will be the majority in the NFL and the white Uh, quarterback will be the minority.
0: Absolutely. Because what they said in the past was we weren't smart enough Mm. to be the quarterbacks. Right. Like you have Uh, to have. A certain IQ, even what they tried to do with uh was it Stroud this year Mm -hmm. with his test? Mm -hmm. Oh, he's not capable of being a quarterback because he tested low or his test wasn't wasn't great when it came to whatever that it's not the wonder like what the new test is, Mm -hmm. but you look at what he did in high school, what he did in college, it's like how do you say that? He's competed against the best uh uh you know at his level and outperformed them. So you, it's, it's idiotic to say that. And now you're seeing guys like the Lamar Jacksons of the world, the Justin Fields of the world. Even I put Patrick Mahomes in there. He's a he's a guy that can crush you obviously in a pocket, but he moves as well.
1: Well, I wonder stack. Do they have a test like that for when when you're going through the draft process? Do they have a test like that for NBA players?
4: test like what? Ash?
1: You know how like for quarterbacks specifically we call specifically, it it's called, it's, it's
4: well, it's like a, we,
0: we used to call it the Wonderlick test. So yeah. we go to the combine and you take like a written test almost like an SAT, a- ACT so all players had to take it. Now it's a it's a they got rid of the Wonderlick and it's another test. Mm-hmm. So I, is that what but you're it, asking? But
1: yeah, it asks you like just crazy like non-football yeah. related questions mm-hmm. just to test your IQ in general like what would you do if I don't know like the house was on fire. Like just crazy <laughs> questions like that. Do they have one for the NBA or they don't yeah, care?
4: Yeah, I, I came, when I came, when my rookie transition program was, I got drafted in 97. So around that time, I think I came in in 2000, they had you go through this rookie transition program and they had you do a whole bunch of unnecessary shit. Actually. So yeah, whoa we, whoa, def- whoa. we definitely went through that. We yeah. definitely went through
0: that. Stack, before, Stack before we, we, cool. we, we, we uh, let you go, I gotta um, you know, let you guys know about my night last night. It was magical. And i'm being serious i am a little tipsy there's still a little tequila in my body right
4: now all right um
0: hey, this debate. i'm I'm,
4: I'm, je- I'm jealous i haven't been i've been seeing you and ashley y'all been playing these little games y'all been out drinking and partying i haven't been invited to one party bro i'm jealous
0: well well listen listen well you said you're going to contribute throughout uh football season right so we, we you know me and you we got to figure out how, how that looks you know your schedule but for me, I would love for you to come in studio. We're working on something like a pop-up in Miami Design District. So um, everybody is rocking with us that's in town can come see us, uh, do paper route, you know, our shows live. Similar to the experience that you guys had uh, in Vegas, right? I love seeing all the smoke at Blue Wire Studios at the Wynn Hotel and, and you know, have people sitting there watching. So we'll have an experience like that, We're a little retail shop, but then also studio. And that's when it, this show, to me, is going to be dynamic when we, we have that experience. Gotta you gotta get with the tour bus
1: with your cousin. That's mm-hmm. right. So, so stack. Basically, what
0: I'm saying is, you know, I would love for you if you can, if you can add this, because I know you'd be traveling. I don't know how you do it. I, stack might be the only one that's busier than I am when it comes to this media thing. Um, but yeah, you got to, you got to stop in Miami, bro. You got to come in Miami, come in studio with us. But, but last I night, last I night, hate your glasses, by the tree, way.
1: Can I just say that? Why? I'm looking at your glasses. I just want to knock them off your face. They're annoying oh, the hell out of me. Like, <laughs> I hate those glasses face. so no, much.
0: You got to get used to it.
1: it cause it's cause it's like, is, where's Gucci, Waldo right? meets oh, God, like, Urkel crazy. meets <laughs> like, rapper. That's, that's, it's driving me Bito. nuts. That's
4: Bito. <laughs> yes. oh,
3: Yeah. Yes. yeah.
0: <laughs> Stack, this is me. I found it. Like, this is the frames <laughs> for me. Uh, you up, know what I'm saying? The circular ones is me. I found this shop in Soho and it's called um, Cutler and Gross of London. Mm-hmm. Cutler and Gross of London. So like I have green coming, I have blue coming, I have yellow coming, Ashley, so you better get used to it. Jesus. This is it.
3: <laughs> I just can't I
0: afford too many. I'm, I got to ease into it. Stack these is like $600. Mm-hmm. And then I changed the the tent on there. You know what I'm saying? So that was That's an extra hundred. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm leaning into these. Real quick, last night, so, um. Uh, Carbone, Carbone Beach Club or Carbone mm. Beach, you know, it's a, 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 I would say a popular restaurant um, turning historical. His, yeah, I said that right. Did I say that right? So Carbone, you stay with me, Ashley. They had this whole <laughs> activation here. And last night, um, I'm there in this room, there's some greats all over the room. Um, and then they had a performance. Lauren Hill Came mm-hmm. out, and, and I'm almost getting teary-eyed thinking oh, wow. about this. People, there were some people mm-hmm. they were going to their bathroom. They were sitting in the corner t- texting. They didn't even know what they was experiencing, bro. Lauren Hill came out last night, and she put on a show. It's like almost two-hour performance, bro.
4: Mm-hmm. Ashley, I'm, I am real jealous now. That's crazy, right? yo, Stack. Like,
0: Stack, like man, yeah. if you guys know, y'all know. But Lauren Hill, you know, she's been through a lot. She's amazing. She's contributed so much to the culture. Um she doesn't do a lot. And for her to come out last night and put on that type of show, Ashley, you missed it. I wish you were there. I wish you were there. <laughs> I'm so sad that you missed it. Were I you wasn't at? invited. I know I should have mm. texted you. I you, should have texted you. That's a
1: that's a hefty price tag too. That's thirty five hundred dollars a ticket.
4: I know it was no, I, expensive. It was you know, three dollars.
0: $3, $3. I was I was at home watching the hell. game.
4: Yeah. Hey, All right, Stack, too, we love hell. you, man. Lamar well, Hill, we got that. We're gonna spend that. T- Fifteen times for Lauren Hill, right? Stack, we gotta do something cool. Um, I like I like
0: having these conversations live, mm-hmm. in front of people in public. But Stack, we gotta do something cool during the Super Bowl. You know, all the smoke. Mm-hmm. I am athlete. Let's do something cool. Put together an event. Let's bring people out. Get the room right. Have a you know a couple performances. Let's do live something show. Though. Have your people call my people.
1: Oh my God. Jeez.
4: Hey, well, you know, you know my people. So, my people is Matt. You know, Matt, <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I gotta tell y'all, I haven't been in one meeting with all the smoke. Matt has been handling all that, and I haven't missed a check. So, that's how we rock. So, I'm gonna put plug you with Matt. Y'all, the two bosses, I'm gonna let y'all handle it.
0: Love it. Love it. I love Matt, bro. I love how y'all rocking. And Matt always returns my calls. So, we're gonna do something dope. So, all you guys out there, we got so much coming for y'all. All the smoke. Make sure you subscribe to their channel. Make sure you follow all their handles. You know, they're doing some cool things. I Am Athlete, we're doing some cool things. You know, we got this retail live experience coming hopefully in August. We get the keys July 15th, actually. And then we have to come in. We got to do a little demo. We got to do some design work. So it may take us 30 to 60 days, but we're going to be in there before football season. Okay. And then we also got tours. We got Super Bowl. We got to start planning now. So that's why I'm, I'm putting Stack on. Uh, on, on notice right now. We love you, bro. Love
1: y'all Stack too, man. appreciate you. All right.
0: Appreciate y'all. Yep. Ashley.
1: <coughs> yeah.
0: I love Stack.
1: Me too. Stack. Yeah. Right. Stack, there you. Stack. stack. Um.
0: Can we go back to this debate real quick? Let's have a civilized debate now that he's off.
2: Because I feel like y'all team up on me.
1: No, we're not. We're going to factor foolish. Right, Corey?
2: <laughs> Factor Foolish is next. You are right. You are right. Yep. So we're going to transition to our next segment, Factor Foolish. So in this segment, I'm going to read these two a statement. They got to determine whether it's fact or foolish and then give their explanation why. So uh. to start us off, last week, Lamar Jackson, he spoke to the media, said that he wants to throw for 6,000 yards. Yep. Brandon actually asked us, Factor Foolish, you know, does he throw for 6,000 yards? I said foolish. But I kind of rephrased a new one for you guys this week. Fact or Foolish, Lamar Jackson has the best statistical year of his career next season.
1: Fact. He's got weapons. He got OBJ. He got paid. He's feeling good. He got what he wanted. Clear mind. Mm -hmm. Only only has to focus on football. And I think, you know, you can say that, you know, I'm only here to play football. I'm only here to focus on football. But when you're not getting paid – um what you deserve to be paid it's always lingering in the back of your mind mm-hmm. like you may not be actively thinking about it but the thoughts are always there i think that that has now been pushed to the waist i feel or it's fallen to the wayside he can now really only focus on football he got one of the two wide receivers that he asked for mm-hmm. obj no, i think we're no, gonna no. see a much better um lamar jackson this season i'm excited for him i'm looking forward to it
0: yeah, yeah uh this is fact um it's going to be difficult though, Ashley, because one of the things that you didn't uh, bring up was the new offensive coordinator, right? Mm. So he has to mesh with this offensive coordinator from a from a relationship Georgia. standpoint, personality oh. standpoint. I love when we do this two box here. Let's do more of this. I love this. Um, but from a personality standpoint, from a relationship standpoint, it starts there. If they can get along um, in a day to day, you mm-hmm. know, you spend more time with your teammates and your coaches than you do your family, mm-hmm. right? We're talking about as soon as July hits, and even now, like, they're in OTAs. You, you, you're there all day. Mm-hmm. Damn near seven days a week. You get an off day, but that Tuesday, which probably 95% of all NFL teams, mm-hmm. they dedicate Tuesday to that off day. You have to have a mandatory day. Nowadays, there's some teams that's taking Mondays off, right, which is a little foreign. Um, but you're there seven days a week, right? Because even in that off day, you got to get up there recover. You got to get treatment, et cetera, et cetera. Um, if they're able to mesh well there, and if Lamar Jackson digs, you know, the offense and he picks it up, um, absolutely, right? Like, I it, forget forget uh, who they added, right, mm-hmm. and where they're at there. It's just this dude is entering his prime. This dude won an MVP, and he wasn't in his prime. What year is this for him? Is this year six? He's going into year six. Year six sounds about right. Yeah. Like year that. six is like when it when it all starts coming together. Six. Right? Like Patrick Mahomes, don't forget, Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl and he came out after and said, I can barely read defense. <laughs> right. So imagine these quarterbacks right now. They're going out there. They're familiar with this defensive coordinator, that defensive coordinator. They're not even quarterbacks don't even play against players. They're playing against scheme. They're playing against defensive coordinators. So for Lamar Jackson to be able to come out the huddle and dissect everything that they're about to do or could potentially do within 10 seconds is the reason why Lamar Jackson over these next couple years is going to be dangerous. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be able to process faster. He's gonna be able to come out and say, okay, I see this 70% of the time when you're in this, you know, three and, and, and that safety's leaning this way, he's gonna rock back to this way and it's gonna go quarters. And then he's able to say, okay, now I got my three options here. If this, if they take this away, then I'm gonna come over here right away. Most quarterbacks back like, oh, we call them slow blinkers, right? Slow blinkers. Slow blinkers, Ashley, is guys that's like, uh oh. <laughs> you know, they take to uh, take forever to make a decision. And um you know, they continue to make the same mistake. So I, I, I beat this one. I beat this as a dead horse here, but fact. All
2: right, next one, football guys. I can't wait for football, can, can, can I tell? I can
1: tell, I can I see know. you're very excited.
2: Football season coming soon. All right, Luke Getze, Bears offensive coordinator, told the Chicago Tribune, uh, and this was about Justin Fields, his quarterback. Where he is, where he was at this time last year to where he is now, I think he's just light years ahead of where he was. And I feel like he has a ton of more to grow going forward. So we're excited to try to get the best out of him moving forward and keep working toward where we think he can go. So I want to ask you guys, and it's kind of like a futurist bet almost, if you would. Factor Foolish, Justin Fields passes for over 2,500 yards and rushes for over 1,000 yards next season. Factor Foolish. Right. I'ma say I'm gonna say foolish here. Oh,
5: okay.
0: uh, I see him definitely going eclipsing twenty five hundred yards, passing easy. Um he's more comfortable, just like I said, he's gonna be able to process quicker. Um, but when you're doing that, he can easily rush for a thousand. I don't I'm not sure. Did he do that last year?
2: He did, he rushed for eleven 1, hundred yards. He, last he rushed year. for
0: eleven 1, hundred. I think that they're gonna add they're gonna give him more in the passing game. So I think he's gonna be able to do more damage through the air. And he'll be more balanced this year, so I see him probably rushing for maybe seven hundred yards, seven hundred fifty yards, and throwing for around three thousand.
2: Mm, more balance, a little mm-hmm. more balance.
0: Can can we can we uh, tag that, mark that, so when it happens, we can come back in in February, Ashley, and be like, "Damn," he said. Let's say three thousand two hundred yards through the air, seven hundred fifty yards on the ground, and I say twenty touchdowns. Eight interceptions.
2: Those 20 touchdowns, they all passing or are you mixing in some rushing in there too? Passing. Those are passing. All passing? That's passing. Okay. okay clip
1: ready. it. Clip.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Did, did you already give your?
1: I don't. I'm not. I don't want no. to dive deep into that. I, I'm going <laughs> to stick with that prediction and see if all that right. comes true. All
2: right. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Next one, guys. The Carolina Panthers will have the best offense in the NFC South next season. Factor foolish? So,
0: NFC
1: South. It's Saints. Falcons. Bucks. Is that, Falcons.
2: Is that is that
0: Madden? Offense. This is a good question. Who is it? I so Saints?
1: It Saints, you got Falcons, Derek Carr there. If Derek Carr. You have Kamara.
0: And you have uh Michael Thomas is back. Michael Hopefully Thomas. Hopefully he's back. And they have uh Olave, and I think they may have drafted another receiver, maybe. Yeah. So
1: yeah. I'm taking Bucks out, Baker Mayfield, don't trust him. Um, but you still have Mike Evans.
0: Mm-hmm. The Falcons Reader. Ritter. 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 I like Ritter. him. But
1: what is um, um no Falcons, I don't You think. have
0: you have London. Mm-hmm. Is it Drake London as the London. receiver? Yeah. Drake London's nice. They have the tight end. What's the tight end's name? Um sorry, no disrespect. You know, I got a lot going on. I don't What's I'm the not,
5: tight end's name? He's I know really
0: from Florida. Good. From Florida.
2: Pitts, Pitts, Pitts. Pitts, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. And then he got B. John Robinson, too.
0: Yeah. B Bijan Robinson, they're saying that he may be
1: I'm uh, taking the bucks out. Okay. Bucs are going to be out because your quarterback is a big part of that offense. Baker Mayfield's a wild card. Taking him out, Saints.
2: They got potential.
1: Michael Thomas. I mean, is he how? I mean, his health is always. They have potential though. Falcons have a nice offense. I mean, they'll probably screw themselves out of winning games, but at least their <laughs> offense looks good. I'm gonna go. Foolish.
0: Very good answer, Ashley. Yeah, I'm gonna go foolish. <laughs> Who are you going with? Then? I'm gonna
1: go. Atlanta has the best offense in the yeah, NFC South.
0: Close. they I think they're. I think they're going to surprise a lot of people this year. Uh, but I'm gonna go with the Saints. I'm gonna go with experience. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Derek Carr. I'm gonna go with Michael Thomas. I'm gonna go with Alvin Kamara. Okay. I think Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara uh, will play with a chip on their shoulder. I think they're they're going to get their their careers back on track. When I say back on track, I mean playing at a high level. Mm-hmm. You know, that was my my last cup of tea, my last pit stop in the NFL was with the saints. So I was in a locker room with those two guys and they made up for 50% of our offense. Right. And I can't even say we, like I was there literally like that, Ashley, it wasn't I like had, a week. I had, Ashley, I literally had a cup of tea and I had uh, some oysters. Like I was that guy. I was holding a clipboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was sitting there and tell Michael Thomas. Yeah. Maybe add this to your recovery program. <laughs> um, Alvin Kamara was phenomenal, I sat next to Alvin Kamara and there was um, um, the other running back, Truce, what's his Mm -hmm. name? The other running back for the the New Orleans Saints, yes.
2: Well, I mean, I, well, I was gonna say at that time I thought it was Mark Ingram. No,
0: Mark Ingram. There you go. Oh, okay. Spit it out. There you go. But where you say? Truce. To, oh,
2: trust. Oh, truzz, truzz. big trust. Yeah,
0: because I'm, like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. What
1: did he say? You, you said that? Truce. I said, like, huh? His name is Truce. Big Trus.
2: Oh, I yeah.
0: think that's the name of her podcast. Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: it was their, it, it was their truzz, like though. vibe when they were in the, on the Falcon. I mean, the what well, that Ray was Lamar, Lamar,
0: Lamar's thing. But Mark Ingram and Cam Jordan's podcast is Truce, I believe big truce or something, something like maybe, that maybe probably anyways I sat next to them it was awesome what was interesting there now I'm getting off topic here but it's story time can we go can I get 30 seconds of story time yeah, sure alright story time we got ISO um,
1: for story time story, story time. time on Faction
0: <laughs> Talk channel 103 uh, on SiriusXM shout out to SiriusXM and, and Faction Talk all the, the team over there uh, Marissa and everyone else getting us back on the radio so thank you guys um, but nothing moved until Drew Brees came in the locker room, Ashley. Right? So, like, you'll come in every day and you have an itinerary. It's like, boom, eight o'clock, right? We got special teams meeting, 8 45. We transition to team meeting. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you might have a small little break. And then you have offense and defense, meaning, so units. And then you go in and then you go into segments. So after the offensive coordinators go and defense coordinators go through their thing, then the wide receivers go to a room, the quarterbacks go to a room, blah, 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 blah. Right? And now you're getting to your individual matchup and what you need to do within that play or within the scheme, okay? And so, like, everything's, like, on schedule. In New Orleans, I'd be sitting there looking at the the, the schedule, like, damn, we supposed to be transitioning to the indoor right now to do walkthrough. Mm-hmm. And everybody's just sitting there chilling. Wait, I,
1: pause your story real quick. I'm gonna wear your glasses while you really don't like my while glasses. you're telling the story, so you can see what I look at when I am
0: looking at. <laughs> oh you. my goodness, what's Ugh. up with you? Shout out to this brand. Thank you. I told you guys I could be your influencer
1: that's be- look look yeah she likes it no, actually it that ridiculous. is a good look i look you. ridiculous those
2: don't look those don't no look that bad, doesn't no, look honestly.
1: bad you said it look bad right Corey? no it
2: doesn't look bad it actually doesn't look bad. let's can we get
0: I in mean,
1: the chat can y'all I get can in make the chat? anything look cute though i mean let's be honest <laughs> but i'm just saying
2: all right give a
0: shout out to that brand read the side of it because i told him i can be an influencer i said hey listen they are expensive guys cutler
1: and gross of london made really? in italy Handmade oh, wow. in
0: Italy. Yeah, but you can get them in Soho and they got they have a little online uh, deal. But I, I rock with them. I'm
1: listening. Story time. Story time. <laughs> it's like
0: 500 bucks for those, but they have some other ones. So you got to save up for those. All right. Anyway, so you look good. Um, <laughs> Drew Brees. Uh, you know, when Drew Brees come in, that's when everybody moves. So I'll be sitting in there and I'm like, yo, we're supposed to be transitioning to the indoor right now and nobody's moving. It was like really lax. And then I'd be like, Alvin, like, Aren't we supposed to be going to indoor? He'll look up, look, is 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 nine over there? Nope, you good, you got time.
3: And when <laughs> oh, Drew come
0: in, good. then boom, everybody transition going to the next thing. I've never seen anything like too. that. That was an amazing experience being in New Orleans. I wish I had an opportunity to contribute, uh, and play. I feel like I'm gonna be honest here. Uh oh. Um, I'm mad at I was I was mad at Coach Payton, and I was mad at Drew. Because they needed help on the other side and i was at the end of my career
3: yeah but
0: they threw the ball to alvin and um and michael thomas every single play and i was like yo you can put me back side just throw you know, throw me a jump ball, throw me a slant, throw me a hitch. But they were so particular on what they wanted and the chemistry and continuity. Drew kind like, Ooh, ooh, I didn't feel him right there. Ooh, ooh, you put me in that window. Like oh, for uh, real. it's all like that. I, I feel like I feel famous. like I feel like in the right situation, if they put me in there, we'd have won a Super Bowl. Wow. I feel like we'd have won a Super Bowl. We went and lost to who? The Dallas Cowboys.
1: How about them Cowboys? And,
0: the and then just like they did for years, they go out there have a phenomenal regular season than implode in the postseason because teams adjust it. They're like, okay, we'll take out 41, we take out uh, uh, 11, mm-hmm. and now what is Drew going to do? He can't throw. He's not throwing 50, 60 yards on the field, so it became really stagnant. So a little disappointed there, but we can get back on track. I know we're doing facts.
1: Andrew, and- did you just send me a photo of me and Arthur side by side and saying that was my twin? Uh-huh. <laughs> Let me oh, see. Arthur? Oh. Arthur? Oh, oh, that's a good one. I don't know if we can get a side by side on the camera. you might put that in the,
2: in the camera. But Damn, next factor, Arthur, foolish. Arthur was a, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: next. You next get one. a we gotta know, the we yeah, we side by. We got to side last We before the show. The show. The, the show ends, yeah. so we can show Brandon what my my twin looks like. My that's glasses
0: are twin. growing on you.
1: That's not. That's not what guess we're saying. Guess what's
0: happening right now. Guess what's going to happen when we clip this and put it out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: People are going. They're not going to hear that this is a joke. That you're playing with these glasses, they're gonna be like, "Oh, Ashley, she's trying something. What is <laughs> the this?" The chat.
1: If you guys think these glasses look cute, give me a thumbs up. If you don't think they look cute and you think I look crazy, give me a thumbs down. I will not be offended. We're gonna take it to the we're gonna take it to the chat. We're gonna right. we go and do a, do a little poll, poll.
2: That's too funny. All right, we'll see what the chat says. All right, next one, guys. Over the weekend, Brownie James announced his commitment to USC. He's now a USC Trojan. Mm-hmm. But I want to ask you. Fact or foolish, Brownie James completes only one season at USC before entering the NBA draft.
1: One and done, baby. One and done. Absolutely fact. He's yep. not going to go ahead and do more than one year at USC. I know Braun and, and the entire James family is extremely excited for him. He's the first person to go to college in the family. Braun, mm-hmm. you know, made that statement yesterday, and I know how big of a deal that must be. Um, but I also know that LeBron and Bronny want to play together. And, mm-hmm. you know, LeBron's window of playing at the level that he's playing. Does gets... Bronny want to play with his dad? I'm sure they want to. He hasn't I'm said su- that. It's been I, believe, I believe that there's been clips of him saying that he would love the opportunity. Not play with, maybe not play with him, but play but against him against, in the NBA maybe. at some yeah. point, one or the other. Um, and I think that the level of the way that LeBron's playing right now, as freakishly impressive as it is, it's going to... You know, slowly start to dwindle. He's not going to be as dominant. I mean, he is almost forty. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that you know, waiting four years, waiting three years is unrealistic for mm-hmm. um, right. Ronnie to get out of USC. You can always go back to school and finish your degree. Um, but yeah, I think that he's he's going to be be a, be a one and done.
0: So, um, I can see this happening. And how cool would that be, right? Like, perfect world, mm-hmm. AD stays healthy. All right, he's the guy. He's number one. Braun is Braun, right? Magic, f- facilitator, getting everybody in position, all of that. Give me my glasses back,
1: too. No, we're going to do
0: the side-by-side <laughs> side of okay. my twin. Um, And then Braun, Braunie coming in and contributing, right? Like, I don't know what his upside is. Gilbert Arenas, when we had him on the show mm-hmm. uh, a couple months ago, he said the kid can play. Does need a little bit more time, but he I can think go. he does too. Right, but like, just can you can you imagine that? That's going to be one of the greatest sports uh, stories ever. Right, and let me, Corey, Corey, let me ask you this question, Corey. Let me ask you this question, Corey and um, Ashley. All right, Keon's taking
1: pictures. Let me so ask you this question. Your little, your little mm-hmm. all
0: right, Bronny James. He goes to USC. He plays one year. Mm-hmm. He's ready to go out. He's ready to come out. Right. It's clear. He said it. You said it. His father definitely said it. Like I want to play with my son, mm-hmm. right? We're going to make this happen. Let's say the Lakers are sitting at, you know, ten picking. Mm-hmm. Let's say, let's say, let's say they're not even a lottery team. Let's say they're at fifteen. Let's say he's a lottery player.
1: Okay, where are we going with this?
0: <laughs> with the teams before, respectfully bow out oh. and clear a path for Brawny to play with his father, right? Because of this story, right? Do you see, can you Keon, see that? Can photograph
1: my face real quick? No, uh, seriously. Like, think
0: about that, though. Would right. you want to be the team? Would you want to be the team that I messed that up? That, like, let's say uh, the the Kings are sitting at eight, Come the Lakers on. are at, at, at twelve, and you pick Bronny.
1: This is this is an insane narrative that we're having that LeBron Everybody's has the entire your NBA franchise. in his pocket. You think that any team one through nine is going to be like, we're not going to take Bronny James? You know why? because the Lakers have Ted, and we want Bronny and LeBron to... They don't give a damn what LeBron wants. It's about my <laughs> franchise. It's about what my team needs. Yeah. Listen, I... Right, am just saying,
0: be, do you want to be, be that franchise? I would everybody, be that everybody franchise. Do you want to be that franchise? Everybody wants to see it. You know it. what? I'm going to tell, you, tell you a
1: story. The 76ers, I can't remember the draft, but the 76ers had the draft pick before the New York Knicks. I believe they were third. We were fourth. I cannot remember who was in the draft. It'll come to me eventually. They took a point guard. They didn't need a point guard. They knew the Knicks wanted that point guard. Took Mm -hmm. a point guard. I cannot remember the name for the life of me. Maybe somebody can fact check it and and tell me. They took the point guard that they knew the New York Knicks wanted. (laughs) Didn't need one. At the time, I think they already had like three point guards on their roster. It was insane. Took them just because they could. You don't think another team's going to do the the same thing? What's the beef
0: between the 76ers and the Knicks? It's not
1: about that. It's about I'm not going to allow you to take a star that could possibly change your franchise if I can get him first. And on top of right. that, Bronny James is going to be a huge pick coming out of USC. He's going to have a year of development playing in a collegiate program, which I think is going to be super beneficial for him yeah. because he's good right now, but there's there's improvements that can happen. Right. That can happen in a collegiate program. It's a different speed. It's a different level of... Um, Knowledge that's passed down, and also you know you have your dad, but he didn't go to college, so it's just different. Mm. He him coming out of that program, whether it's a one and done, which I think it's going to be, whether it's two years, what whatever the number is, he's going to be even better than he is now. You don't right. think a team who is a young team and looking I, for I, I, a focal I, actually, point, I think this is
0: a real thing. I think it's going to want thing. him and Lakers, not wait. If the to Lakers give him are, the Lakers, the, if the Lakers are sitting at eleven when Bronny comes out. Right. Mm -hmm. And let's say Bronny is a lottery pick because that's still to be determined. We don't know if he's going to be a lottery pick. We don't know if he's going to be a superstar at the next level Mm -hmm. or if Mm -hmm. he makes it to the NBA. It's we we still got to we got to wait and see. But if a team is sitting in front of the Lakers and Bron still in the Lakers, Mm I'm telling you, that's the thing. I I I, I don't know I'm if you sorry. want to be that team, that general manager. I don't to do think that. they the care, Brandon. The NBA, let me, tell you, let me tell you why. I don't think they let care. Let me tell you why. Think about this. Is there, is there collusion in professional sports? Yes. There is. Mm-hmm. Okay. We saw that with Lamar Jackson, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Lamar Jackson says, I want to trade. And immediately, five, six, quarterback needy teams came out. Owners said, we're not. In the Lamar Jackson business. Mm -hmm. Wow, what happened? They were in their owners meeting and they said, you know what? We're not going to let Lamar Jackson do this. So we need to team up and make sure this doesn't happen. So the NBA league meetings, owners meeting. Hey guys, you know what happens if Bronny and and, and King James play together? Business is booming for all of us. More storylines, TV deals, all of that. More brands. You understand what's going to happen Christmas, Christmas Day games and all of that.
1: What does it have to do with the team? The, the teams, teams are going beforehand. to say is we're,
0: we're going, we're going, we're going to take the business, the collective over your individual need. Uh, uh, Brandon, the be
1: serious.
0: I think it's a real thing. Be
1: serious. <laughs> hmm. Be ser- Be for real. No <laughs> team. A- no team. No team owner. No franchise. However you want to word it and spin it is going to go ahead and say, you know what? If the Lakers get Bronny and LeBron to play it's together. Story for the it's NBA. a great story for the it's NBA. It's a great story for they the NBA. story They don't give a damn. They're worried they about their own team. They're worried about their own fan base. They're worried about their own media deals. They're worried about their own ticket sales. So They're worried about their own then. jersey sales. They don't All give right. a crap what's okay. happening with okay. the okay. Lakers. Okay, well, let me ask you
0: this question then. So, uh, this happens. Let's say the Kings are the team. The Kings take Brawny, mm-hmm. And then LeBron James is sitting there and at 11, still in L.A.? Does mm-hmm. he then say, trade me? Get me out of here? Quietly. I'm not saying it's a mess. I'm saying, how does LeBron... LeBron, this is a real goal for him. How does LeBron and Bronny actually get this done? It's going to happen. If LeBron is still in the NBA, while Bronny is entering the NBA, he is going to suit up with his son. So tell me the scenario, how, how it happens. I how-
1: feel like, though, the, the storyline would still be a huge storyline because like say Bronny goes to the Kings hypothetically We're not, don't tell me about
0: playing against each other I'm talking about playing together
1: no but what's the difference all the, the, all the NBA would do is schedule a lot more Kings Laker games than we've ever seen before put them on Christmas Day because they're business it would still be a huge storyline father and son playing against each other like who's gonna win it's the Bronny it's mm-hmm. the it's a great bowl. story. that's like, a great story regardless of whether they're playing together or they're playing against each other the storyline would still be huge and the league would find a way to capitalize off of it. Obviously, playing together would be huge, but if they're playing on opposing teams, whatever those teams may be, I can guarantee you if those teams only saw each other twice the season before, they'll see each other like 10 times that season. Right. It will be They are going to capitalize out off of that one way or another. So I don't think... I don't think a team's going to be All like, right, yeah, your- Lakers, yeah. we're going to save him for you. You got it. Uh-huh. No right. worries. Like, no. I I was- I wanted-
2: Go ahead. Yeah, I got someone I wanted to point out because earlier you asked, you know, does Bronny James want to play with LeBron James, right? And right. I want to ask the question, like, is Bronny thinking of this too? He's like the highest earning NIL, you know, athlete at, a, at, a, at the amateur level, if you would, right? Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you know, Bron has been saying this, like, you know, brownie's the first, you know, person in our family to make it to college, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, if we do one and done, then you know, he's obviously not getting a college education. He can are these things, go back. yeah, no, but are these things that he's considering? Like, and, you know, we we hear, you know. Uh, how do I phrase, over wealthy athletes talk about, hey, I'm not really sharing this wealth with my kid, you know, as he gets older and into adulthood. Shaq
0: said that. Shaq
2: said that. Floyd Mayweather came out and said that, Mm -hmm. like, he would be leaving out a lot of money on the table if he just does one and done and goes to the NBA. Of course, he'd be making a lot in the NBA, but those, you know, those, those brand deals probably wouldn't be as abundant as they would at the college level, so like, what are y'all thoughts on that? No, I
1: think I think, I think he gets huge brand deals if he goes pro. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if he's seeing money as a college athlete, he's yeah. going to it's, see it's bank. A, I mean, a, I mean, but this I mean, is also a time talking. for him
2: to develop too. Yeah, as but a, a lot of the
1: deals that he has now, we're talking Puma, we're talking. I believe he's Puma, with. Puma? I believe he's with. Yeah. Is he with Puma? No, he's got to be
0: with Nike. He's not. LeBron's not going to sign a lifetime deal with Nike. Yeah, he, he's probably with Nike.
1: He's Maybe Nike. Yeah, whatever. Whatever deal he's. I believe he's also with Beats. Right. He uh, did
0: something uh, recently with a car. Maybe it was yeah. Kia or something like that. It was yeah. Something.
1: yeah, I
2: think so. But when not like, you say Like the longer in college, the better for Bronny, though? Like to give I mean, himself time Bronny's, to develop? Right, Bronny's
1: an anomaly in yeah. terms of when it comes to making money because he's already making a, a lot of cash as a college athlete, a collegiate mm-hmm. athlete with the NIL. But a lot of those deals, a lot of those brands that he signed to will transition to professional. Beats by Dre will transition. Nike will obviously transition If he has a Snickers deal, a Gatorade deal, all that will transition to the NBA, but on a much bigger scale. So I don't think he's the right... Although I agree yeah, with what you're say saying, might I think have to average
2: 20 points along the way. I, I agree though.
1: with <laughs> what you're saying that for some athletes, staying in college makes more sense as long as you can.
2: Right. But that doesn't apply to. We talked to a, about it with her. We, did, him, we yeah. talked
1: about it with Angel Reese. Uh-huh. Like for her, it makes more sense because WNBA players aren't making that right, money. Right, right, right. But for a Barney James, see that's not gonna affect him. Yeah, He's right. just gonna make more. And that's yeah. any NBA player, honestly. Like mm-hmm. they just they're making more money regardless. So mm-hmm. staying in college, yeah, there's 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 money there. But in the NBA, there's a lot more. Yeah, yeah. I think I, not...
0: I, I think that uh, it, you know, to to answer this question, Bronny James completes only one season at USC before entering the NBA draft. Um, the number one factor, I think, it's more about Bron than it is about Bronny. If I'm mm-hmm. being honest, right? Like even USC, you stay home why? Because it's easier for the family to make sure that they're there to support you, right? Uh, I think that was a strategic move. I think uh, from a business standpoint, like look at the empire that LeBron has built with his friends and his family. And I, it's, and and to me, I say that because he is the CEO of this family. He is the leader of this family. And he's looking at like, how do we all make money together? How do we continue to expand on our empire? So I think they're strategically going to work together on the basketball side. And then when Mm -hmm. Bronny obviously gets to the NBA, he'll definitely become his own person Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, his own man and, you know, he'll make his own decisions in, 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 in some capacity. But I feel like Braun is leading this whole this whole movement on Brawny and what he's doing in basketball. And that's what a father's supposed to do, mm-hmm. right? Like you, LeBron James is, you know, one of the greatest basketball players ever and successful and strategic and very mm-hmm. smart. I would say that he was, he's, he's a, I, I want to say he's a pioneer in strategically placing himself and putting himself in the right situation. A lot of times players just say, you know what, you're giving me the most money, I'm going here. They're not looking at ownership. They're not looking, when I say ownership, like is there consistency? Is there um, good ownership in place? What about management? What's happening at that level? And then obviously uh, rosters. Guys are just going to the biggest opportunity and the biggest opportunity usually for athletes are the biggest bag. So um, maybe I didn't answer the question, but I I say, I say, I say, I say fact here. You know, a safe fact here. Gotcha. All right, moving on. We got a
2: few more minutes. We got a few more factor foolishes. So these these are kind of like almost bets, if you would, right? So if you wanted to hop in to a sports book and place your bets, we're going to help you out with that here. All right. Well, for the first one, this is about Anthony Davis, right? Anthony Davis in this series or in the playoffs in general hasn't recorded a consecutive twenty point game. Right, he's had a good game. Then it's an off night. Good game, off night. So, factor foolish. Anthony Davis records his first back-to-back twenty-point night of the playoffs. Foolish. Oh,
0: I say, fact. Um, it's 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 tough. It's hard, but he for for them to get it done, he has to play big. Ashley, you talked about it earlier. You talked about AD. He is the X factor, right? And, and I'm going with my gut here. Um, Players look themselves in the mirror. He understands his moment, and he has to play big. He has to find a way. So I'm gonna go, uh, fact here. And actually, I told you we're gonna get you in betting. Told you. <laughs> told you. Some, I'm not a better. I'm sneaking not it in bet. here. Yeah, <laughs> she's betting now.
2: All right, next one. Factor foolish. Steph Curry scores at least 30 points tonight versus the Lakers. Line is currently 29 and a half fact. on sports books.
1: He has to. Yeah. They need to win this game. Yeah, must win. Mm. And Jordan Poole, again. We spoke about it. Is not really doing what Jordan Poole's on the floor to do, unless you know he has a wake up call tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, you need Steph, you need Clay, you need them to come. All systems a go because right now that's all the team has to go ahead and be successful. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I think they know that. Um, they've been in this situation before. They've risen to the occasion before. I think you'll get points from other players. I mean, Jordan Poole will still score. He's just Mm -hmm. not going to give you what you need from him, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Hopefully he does. But um, I'm going back with this.
0: I'm going to go Foolish here. Steph Curry has a a really good night tonight, but he falls short. Uh, He ends the night with 27 points. Mm. I'm betting the under.
2: Under. Mm -hmm. All right, last one, guys. Jimmy Butler, or shall I say Jimmy Buckets, scores more than 28 points tonight versus the Knicks. Factor Foolish.
0: I'm gonna go foolish here. Yeah, mm. um, I'm
1: leaning towards foolish also. I'm
0: gonna go foolish here. I mean, it's a, you don't know what the hell you're gonna get out of Jimmy. I Butler, think the Knicks right? win like, this one tonight, so I'm gonna do. go foolish. Okay, I'm gonna go foolish, and I have no educated answer. No, I think <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm
1: gonna go foolish because I think the Knicks win this tonight, and I think the reason that the Knicks win this tonight is because Jimmy Butler's not as dominant tonight, hmm. and I don't think that you're gonna get an or an out of the ordinary performance from Bam. You'll probably get his normal performance. I think that will get a better Julius Randle, a better R.J. Barrett, a better Jalen Brunson. But I think Jimmy Butler scoring under 30 is going to be the other edge that the Knicks need to go ahead mm. and secure game four. Mm. Okay.
2: He in five, baby. Knickerbocker's dropping this one. <laughs> Knickerbocker's hey, like, dropping this hey, one.
0: Like, yeah. that,
2: that's him, fact, the fact foolish, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen, guys. Ashley. Lauren Hill was phenomenal last night. Mm-hmm. I wish you were there. Um, I didn't get the
1: invite. Can I see the glasses? I think we no, have a side by side. No, my leave my
0: glasses alone. Where's the side by side
1: of who I who I look like when I have these glasses on?
0: And tell me, me you're you, you're enjoying these glasses. No, are I'm they, not. I just want to. I just want to see
1: the side by side. Are they growing? No, they're.
0: <laughs> i
3: get oh, it goodness. i see it <laughs> oh, that's
1: crazy. i see it keep it yeah. up there <laughs> i get <laughs> it oh, yes weird. see that's what you look like when <laughs> i when you're wearing these glasses that's what i look like
0: hey listen guys um no yeah. <laughs> no no, <laughs> no i am show no i am show today uh the charlo brothers was such an amazing um conversation getting amazing feedback there. So we want to let that breathe a little bit while we're retooling, uh, coming out with some amazing episodes to end season four. Um, So we'll be back at it here in about two weeks. Um, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, That's why we really want that to sit there so we can retool, um, we can re-energize. But go watch that episode if you haven't. There's a lot of banter. There's um, an interesting dynamic between men. Um, There's a lot of machismo, Stuff happening, but then there's also a lot of vulnerability, right? We laughed, we cried, you know, it, it, it felt like we were in the locker room, right? Um, so that was that was, that was was cool to see and, and, and experience. So we love you guys. We'll be back soon. Paper Route will be back tomorrow. We're here at 12. Mm-hmm. Ashley Nicole Moss, you're sitting uh, here even this week. Last week, you had a phenomenal week. You destroyed me in all your takes. You destroyed me in corn, is it cornhole? Mm -hmm. Cornhole.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. I'm not going, I'm gonna give you that, but you know, you cheated a little bit. We'll save this for another time. You cheated a little bit. Um, Corey, what did you do this weekend really quickly before we
2: land the plane? see, I was going to, you know, what I will use this as an opportunity to, to uh, talk trash about the Knickerbockers. I watched the Heat beat them. You know, I watched the Heat beat the Knickerbockers. So you did nothing. I watched. Got it. Yeah, I watched the Lakers beat the Warriors. I just watched a lot of basketball. That's all it was, really. We love
0: you guys. We will see you tomorrow. Paper out.